Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you're seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. They're back! Wait till you see the newly renovated Hot Shots Fenton. You're going to love the smoke-free environment featuring enhanced viewing options, a redesigned gaming area, live odds tickers and sports line boards, refreshed dark and pool table areas, and an all-new covered outdoor patio. Construction's finished, and the Hot Shots team can't wait to show off the new amenities throughout. Come see all the changes and visit them at hotshotsnet.com. You're going to love the new look. Hot Shots Fenton is now open. Pseudo Show Podcast. All right, let's hit it. Little listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. 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 be a little day baseball today. I know uh, Tone's over here on my left has some tickets. 12-15 first pitch. I don't know, pal. I don't think. If if there is some day baseball today, I don't think it's going to be starting at 12-15. Yeah, it might be starting like next Thursday. Start time or might something. Maybe a few minutes late. They're well, going to have to walk around and dry off every single seat. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. true. I, I honestly it supposed to rain be, tomorrow, too? I think it's the next handful of days. Yeah. I, I don't know. if They can't, they can't do it. To, I mean, I guess they might be able to do it tomorrow. Both teams have an off day, but the Brewers go on the road to New York tomorrow, so... Will they push it back to tonight? So, a day know. game to, uh, you know, and then raining. If the evening's clear, will they push the time back? I am unavailable tonight, so if oh, they're going to do it, no. they better do it today, or let's pick another day. Have they ever Because I could that? use a nap. I mean, I know they've done, they've done rain delays, you know, postpone that in that way. It wouldn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, tomorrow's only only mostly cloudy. But they have, have they ever done a, hey, we're going to call off today's game, or, I, I mean, I mean, push it back seven hours? I know they've done, hey, we're just going to do a doubleheader tomorrow if there's a game, you know, a they've night They've done delayed tomorrow. starts. Yeah, delayed starts, but like, yeah. but like that's from like day an hour. to night, you mean? Yeah, like, I don't think, I, here, have they here's ever the thing. Probably, time? He, here's the they thing. They do whatever they can to get the game in. Yeah. This And this, this is something that, that, you know, sometimes I forget, is this is not Wapa Horse Park. 
This is Bush Stadium, where this field has probably been tarped since the second the game ended yesterday. Yeah, and the drainage for the outfield, I mean, mm-hmm. is, yeah. you know, the field would be dry if it's if it's not, if it stops raining. Yeah. Correct. Well, they could do like those parents did uh, the past, you know, couple weeks. You know, pour gasoline on the field and just <laughs> sure. light it on yeah. fire. Dude, I'm sure they're batting that, that work. right I, now. Yeah. I cannot tell you how many people that I have that are either college coaches or select ball coaches who have said to me, that is common practice. That I've never heard of that. When it's controlled, that is common practice. How is it controlled throwing gasoline on a field? I don't know. I, I didn't ask any I didn't know that was a common that, thing. Yeah, they said dry, I don't think I want to be out there. One, one of my buddies who I who I play ball with now, who has played college ball, played a little bit of, of professional ball, he has said to me that this has been done multiple times at tournaments that he's been at. Wow. Multiple times. Uh, huh. Scott just, you know... Um, Made a uh, cigarette motion. <laughs> How are you going to smoke in center field now? It's dangerous to smoke and play softball. <laughs> I mean, the, I would think it's a hell of a lot more expensive, but bring in a helicopter to hover around the ground. Because those are readily available. Like well, I mean, everybody, uh, there are helicopters <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> it's been done for Point Fest. No, I know. That's Point Fest, Jeff. Well, that's true. That's a whole other animal. I guess Point Fest has the budget that tournament uh-huh. softball doesn't. Uh-huh. Speaking of college ball. Oh, man. Reading on uh, on Twitter, one of these feeds, like, on this day. On this day in college baseball, 1999, during warm-ups. I never heard of this story. 1999, during warm-ups, Wichita State's Ben Christensen deliberately beans Evansville's Anthony Molina, who was standing in the on-deck circle. It broke three bones in Molina's face, ruined his vision. Christensen suspended for the rest of the season. So imagine that, during warm-ups... Pitcher's doing his thing, intentionally beans the batter who's on deck. I mean, shatters his face, essentially. And apparently this uh, Molina guy was supposed to be a first-round pick. Uh, yeah, he was an, like a star third baseman. And How does he not go to jail for that? Uh, he got suspended, and um, he got— Suspended s- for the whole season. Yeah, apparently Molina sued the guy— um, the pitching coach was also suspended for the whole season because he was the one that were instructed to throw up batters that were trying to time his pitches. So apparently he was like kind of off the, the uh, it was during warm-ups. Yeah, it was during warm-ups. And he was sort of timing his pitches, which a lot of people Well, and then when, I, when I was playing baseball, you, you, you're you on deck, especially during warm-ups. If you're the leadoff hitter and the, the pitcher's throwing his warm-ups, you, you try to time the pitch out. Where's the uh, yeah. Where's the pitcher from? He was from Wichita State, so he got gotcha. he, he got suspended. So did the coach. The coach came back the next year and is still on the staff today. Christensen actually uh, was, um, well, he was lambasted firstly, but then he was uh, picked up, 26th selection for the Chicago Cubs. Oh, in, actually got in, drafted. In the draft, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking. Like, I typed in his name, and it's it's coming up as the, the fact that he is a, or was at least in the system for a minute. He never made it up to the uh, to the big leagues. I'm I'm trying to see here. I don't see anything really. Yeah, these most of these articles were on the 10 year anniversary. It's crazy that. how that how you're not discount like disqualified from everything right after that. Yeah, he was hated, but apparently he was good enough to be drafted. Well, we, we could look beyond. We know that. how those things work. Could, hey, listen, you could throw a ball hard. That's right. Uh huh. No, he played. We could up, look past some things. He played up until uh, 2004, and uh, never made it out of Double A. Rotten. Yeah. Ruined the guy's career. What about this Molina guy? Uh, he is. What uh, happened to him? Last Remember, I he read, ruined his vision. Yeah, he was a financial guy or, or you know, some advisor or something, and he was doing baseball lessons on the side. Oh. But wait, 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 wait. Uh, there's an ugly update. 
as of February 2014. It's one of those. It's one of those uh, articles that was written in 2012, and then has like italicized update on the top of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but this doesn't have to do with baseball. I don't know. You want you want to hear about this? Yeah. And this is the guy whose eye was shattered. Uh, this just says updated February 2014 in October. Molina entered an Alf- Alfred plea to two Class Two felonies of aggregate aggra- aggravated criminal sexual abuse against an eight year old. Oh my God! Oh, what? Hey. An Alfred plea is a guilty plea whereby a defendant does not admit the criminal act and asserts innocence, but admits that the evidence the prosecution has would likely persuade a judge or jury to find against an eight-year-old. Guilty. Yeah, that's what it says. Well, there goes my sympathy. Yeah, uh, six years in prison, credit time served. Prosecutor said my sympathy three. just went out the window. How much time between the traumatic sports injury and this? Fifteen years. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Hey, sympathy. Okay. Ah! See there's, you later. There's no update past that. Uh, he did sue the um, the the pitcher and got some money, I guess. In how much? Too. It just says rumored four hundred grand. Huh. And then he molested an eight year old. Okay. All right. Well, there's that update. Now you know. Okay. Wow, dude. I mean, this thing crushed his face. He has had three surgeries to try to fix his eye. He has twenty four hundred. No depth perception. I mean, it ended his career. One. One, one pitch. It wasn't even a pitch. And one throw. Wow. Damn. And the fact that, that that pitcher actually got drafted and made it into a a team's system, a farm club. Wow. I wonder, I wonder what happened to that. Was it Encarnacion who played for the Cardinals? He was in, in yeah. the on-deck circle mm-hmm. and a foul ball hit him in the, in yeah. the yeah. eye and ruined his sight yeah. and he never and played again. Ended. Juan? Juan Encarnacion. Was it Juan? Shattered his eye orbital. Oh man! Ended him. Oh man! So so I'm, I'm, I mean, re- yeah, I'm reading about career, this. I mean, I'm reading about this. So so six six years in prison. This Anthony Molina guy got. He was released in 2016, and he went back to the Quad Cities. Said he was going to keep a low profile, normal life. Good news is he never had to go un- under any further eye surgery, as doctors originally thought. But he no longer had much connection to the sport. He loved to help make a career out of it. He was quoted as saying. I try and play fantasy baseball, ha, 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 but I'm terrible at it. Let's not make jokes, Anthony. Let's not make jokes. Yeah. Is that Carnacion? Gosh. It's not Encarnacion. It's just another one where this uh, guy's face is like this big. Well, anyway, uh, speaking of sports, uh, we now have an answer as far as the Blues playoff schedule goes. Mm-hmm. Well, as far as the first couple games go. Oh, we've, we've got the full schedule. For, or at least round two. Uh, I have a lot of TBDs as far as it's times go. T- time, yeah, but days we have. Because it's every other day. Yeah. But as far as times go, mm-hmm. they're TBD. That's to be determined, Scott. Oh, okay. So games one and two against the Stars will be here in St. Louis, three and four in Dallas. If uh, there is a game five, it'll be in St. Louis, game six, Dallas, game seven, St. Louis. Are tickets on sale already? Oh yeah, I'm believe, assuming, I, or they, I, or they were. Right? Yeah, you could. I think you could buy your Stanley Cup tickets right now. Oh, can you? I I believe so. I think they. I think like, or they, is it a round by round? All right, so we made it to the second round. Tickets go on sale. I'm not sure how it works. I know how it works with like season ticket holders. Like they like get a a, a brief charge, and then when they advance, like the second they advance, your credit card gets fully charged. So I don't know exactly huh. how it works, like individual rounds and games. Uh, game one. Tomorrow, Enterprise Center, game time, 8.30. Ugh. 
845 puck drop. 845 puck drop. You got to be kidding me. Well, you'll see 20 minutes. <sighs> yeah, you can buy tickets all the way up to the finals already. That, what other game is tomorrow? Uh, it's got to be the East Coast game. It's the the oh, yeah. the Leafs. Be something the early. Boston the Boston Leafs Blue Jackets game. Wow, I thought they were the Bruins. You really haven't been paying attention this year, have you? The Bruins versus the Blue Jackets. <laughs> I'm just teasing. You. So that's the first game of the day. Correct. <laughs> ah man, that sucks. Eight <clears> thirty. <throat> Listen, as much as we want to bitch about it, that's how it is. You know, I'll tell you it's what. You don't want at least this playoff games to watch. Damn it! I'll tell you what sucks is now you got kids who are not. Not able to watch the whole game. Yeah. Which, which, yes, I get it. But, that, I mean, what else do you want them to do? You could play the game simultaneously. No, are you crazy? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> what we love about you. <laughs> I mean, they're doing this for for, for Of course they monetary, are. Monetary, but, it's, but it's, I mean. It's ridiculous. 830. There's nothing we can do about it. If we start a letter writing campaign today. Oh, I'm sure yeah. there's something somebody could do about it. The schedule maker. <laughs> What's he going to do, man? Carl Schedule. What's Carl Schedule going to do? Nothing. There's nothing yeah. that Blue can be Jackets, done about this. Bruins, six and then tomorrow, what are the games? What are the games tomorrow? Well, I'm sorry, Friday. Friday are would there, be is TBD. Are there, at least as of right now, it says TBD. Friday, I would assume that it's going to be Colorado and Vegas. Or not Vegas, uh, San Jose. And it would be the Capitals versus the other team. <laughs> and yes, I'm already counting the Capitals as winning today. Who's the other Eastern team? Uh, they're the they're Islanders. playing Carolina. Islanders. Oh, Islanders. Thank you. My bad. He could do something. Maybe make the, if they the really central care. game tomorrow instead. Or, I mean, they have a 6 o'clock game for the Blue Jackets and the Bruins. If you push that to 5, that would even give us 7.30 as opposed to 8.30. I get why the East Coast, East Coast games are 6 I o'clock, do too, 5 o'clock. If you're going to screw with us for an hour and a half, you could screw with now them you got for no one kids, hour. Kids, kids will watch maybe the first period. Kids will watch the first... I will watch the first period. <laughs> Basically, this is just about me. It does suck, though, because if raise it, your hand if that's new information. It does suck because you know any sort of naysayers or people that are looking to poo-poo on our on our town or on our our teams uh, are going to you know if they want to do ratings comparisons, they're not going to factor in what time things started. They're just going to say yeah. X amount of people watch this game and fewer people. It's watch not, it and, and it's, not even, it's not even that. It's if, if you're it trying to get new fans, kids are your you're trying to target kids. Yeah, and the East Coast can't even watch the game. Like most of those people would be long in bed before we even start. Yeah, and, and here's saying, the, and right? here's the thing too, guys. Like, I saw yesterday when they when they released everything, they you know, oh here's the NHL screwing the Blues again. It's a Midwest thing. It's not the Blues. It doesn't happen to be Midwest. the time zone we're in. It's yeah. the Midwest, yeah. and it's I think that should be taken into account when when planning the schedule out. Think Maybe about the, think about the West Coast games know. though too. Make a call. I mean, you got it in. I got yeah. nothing. Make a phone call, will you? I got nothing. 8.30 tomorrow, and then Saturday, uh, Saturday, we don't have a time yet. At least I, it's not listed. Uh, there is, there, it's there rumored to be 6.15 a.m. No, no, man. That would be awesome. <laughs> Let's just get it out of the way. Yeah. Uh, that they're, would be awesome. The, the city just parties all Friday night and goes to the game. I we wouldn't win. be surprised if it's 9.30 at night. Bed. Fine, make the game 8.30 on Saturday. I don't care. Guys, I got nothing to do on Sunday. You can go to later mass. You don't have to go yeah. at 7 a.m. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And then game three would be on Monday. Game four would be next Wednesday. And then we don't even need to worry about game five. Am I right, fellas? Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Sweep. Am I right? 
Let's go move. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a big announcement. Remember, we kind of teased this yesterday as we were leaving. Uh, there was a big announcement over at Enterprise Center about a one-time-only big-time sporting event. A sport that St. Louis currently does not have. And there was... We were trying to, hey, what is gonna what is gonna happen over at Enterprise? Professional Look, something sex. we don't have. Looking at that, looking at the tweets and comments. A one time only thing. Looking at the tweets and comments, I mean, the majority of people said NBA exhibition game. A lot of people said esports too, but they just had that at Chaffetz. Two oh, weeks they ago. did? Two weeks ago there was an esports tournament at Did Chaffetz. you know about that? I don't know. It was there's, a professional esports there's event. Been, there's been a few recently. At Chaffetz. At, at, here in town? Do people uh, pack those pack close. those things out? Yeah, so yeah. It like what do you do there? Here, you just I don't watch know, but, play a video but game? in other places, you're talking like tens of thousands of people go yeah, to yeah. like an enterprise and watch on the the jumbotron screen thing. Watch you play your game up there. It was also like league, team, team tournaments, and it's you know there's it's a it was the League of Legends. Oh, that's a big one. League series. of Legends. Yeah, yeah. It's big. It's big. I mean, so that yeah. So I mean, like they have like the the big mega screen that they put. In the center, and it's four sides, hmm. and people go and watch people play League of Champions. Okay. But overall, people were saying that. I mean, is it any different watching somebody play a sport? No. Think about it. Yeah. Everybody was pretty much saying that it was going to be an NBA exhibition game, or at least that's what their guess was. And everybody... I was guessing the ice capade was wrong. Uh, we've had the ice, we've had the ice capades, Riz. <laughs> <laughs> so it was not an NBA game. It wasn't everybody was thinking, oh, maybe a MLS game. Some kind of MLS exhibition, since we're, you know, all talking about an MLS team moving mm-hmm. here, and yep. that—that's nope. not it. Is it PBR? We've had that. We've had that a thousand times. Yeah. In fact, recently. So, what a what a dumb what a answer. Dummy. What a dummy Scottish. <laughs> hey, the ice capades will be here in September. So what was it? The on June 25th through the 28th, the 2020 U.S. Olympic team trials. That's a big deal. Will be held here. Oh, that's cool. That's a big deal. Oh wait a second! Now it's all making sense. They had somebody throw out the first pitch yesterday that did a flip before the. Uh, oh, they did. Yeah, I have no idea, but that that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah, the they US had Olympic some of the athletes here. Uh, gymnastics. Team, the 2020 U.S. Olympic gymnastics, gymnastics team, team trials. So this is who may, whoever wins. Will represent that stuff the country. goes to the Olympics. That's a huge deal. Wow. Yeah. And that's two, a so big they're time coming televised. here to try to make it on the Olympic right. team. Wow. That's, that's the finals, like the finals yeah. before the Olympics. In 2016, the men's Olympic team trials were held here. This is men's and women's, all of it. Wow. It's going to be slippery on that ice. Uh, you know man. what? I would go to that. <laughs> you know how yeah, I love the vault. So Just be ready to turn away. Because remember the last time we saw a gymnastics clip on this show? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Both knees. Oh, oh, knees. knees. So she'll be there, I'm assuming, or no? She's, <laughs> she's ready to go? I think she's going to be She's coaching. not competing anymore. She retired from the sport. I'm just thinking about the video. Look, I've got my hand yeah. on my ears. Like, ah. <laughs> oh, that's the one where the woman uh, was doing the floor routine, and she the turned floor. into a grasshopper. The floor yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I don't know if you heard Jeff say it, but Jeff said this is going to be very difficult because the ice is very slippery. <laughs> Actually, they came out yesterday and said Jeff's n- n- not allowed anywhere near Aww. the Enterprise Center during the entire trials. You know, I love gymnastics and by the way, the, outfits. The Stanley Cup, believe it or not, I know it's a joke, but the Stanley Cup will be over at that point. Only by 10 days, but it will be over. Mm. When's the beginning? As far as scheduling is concerned. That's, when, so that's 2020? He awarded the 2020 Olympic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
at 2020. Right. So, I mean, it, it, it ends usually the middle of June. Enterprise Center. So that's what you're saying. Yeah. Because you know the hockey season will go into next year. Too. This hockey season <laughs> no, will go into next year. No, I'm saying the Stanley Cup finals ends mid-June usually. you're saying that we'll be in it. Yes. That's what I'm saying. You think the uh, the, the hockey season will go like into it. next year. Basketball is like true. It. It yeah, basketball 2014 will still be happening. We're still in the 2014 season. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. I think basketball ends before hockey, or at least close to it. I would have been excited to see... Uh, uh, a basketball game here. I know I'm always crapping on basketball. I have, and that's only because I'm from St. Louis and never, I never. Had I always thought the for. city should have a team. I have said yeah. for years now, if St. Louis had an NBA team, I would be a huge fan. Yeah, I think I would too, man. I think it'd be so. Behind I would be it. a huge fan. Growing up in in New York City, I mean, I was a huge Knicks fan. Like you were, just you were a Knicks fan. You were a Yankees or Mets fan. You were a Ranger fan. That's the way it was. The Knicks were your team. And I grew up with, uh, you know, Patrick Ewing playing and... Yeah. Starks. He's now making great shoes. John Stark and... John Starks and... Uh, God, Patrick Anthony Ewing. Mason. Charles Oakley. Yeah, those, those were great. Years, they were terrible. Patrick Ewing, I, and I, I'm not a basketball <laughs> fan. Back then, I used to watch a little bit, especially when Patrick Ewing would do, like, free throws so you could see him standing with... It looked like a tennis ball in his hand. His oh, hands yeah. were so yeah. freaking big. And, and how much of that guy sweat? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, say, and he was always sweating, Jeez, and he looked like he weighed 170 pounds. Yeah. yeah. You defend him, you have more of his sweat on you than your own. That's how bad he sweat. I, I remember that. that. Look up... Gosh. Like, the, the late 80s, early 90s Knicks... What they we, what they were for? not like a great team. Of but five. There was a bunch of great teams back then, and they were not one of them. They were not. They had some good players. It was always, it was always Bulls, Lakers, Celtics. Um, who was uh, the Peyton? It wasn't even the like the Jazz were good. Yeah, you know? Jazz yeah. were good. They had Malone and, and Stockton. Phoenix. John Stockton. Mm-hmm. Was it Suns? Yeah, they were decent. Yeah, they had, they had Charles Barkley, Barkley and oh, that's right, he was a son. A whole who, bunch of other. Who was uh, the dude coach that, for the? Who was Gold the Hornet? Oh, Not uh, Jason Johnson. Kidd. Johnson, yeah. What was it? Larry Johnson? Larry Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, from 88 to 2000, they made the playoffs and made the, the semis every single Oh, year. they did? From 88 to 2000. And they never won, though. Uh, they, they lost. They never the, won the championship. Lost in the finals in 93, 94. Lost in the finals yeah, in they were, I mean, they were always competitive. They just oh. never won the finals. Don't forget, we won the finals right here in 1958. Uh-huh. Never forget, Jeff, right? Never forget. Yep, I was seven. The last time the Knicks have won the NBA final, uh, the NBA championship was seventy two, seventy three. I think yesterday was the anniversary of uh, Shaquille O'Neal actually pulling down the backboard when uh, when he played the Nets for the ma- when, for the Magic. Yeah, I, I typed in Patrick Ewing uh, sweat, and first of all, he was voted the sweatiest NBA star <laughs> ever. And, and speaking of Shaq, it says Shaq didn't sweat; he rained. Like there was so oh, much sweat coming off him, yeah. it was raining. Anyone remember sweat. that? Remember that? That video of, of, of Shaq pulling down the yeah, him in the back, right? Yeah. He had a couple. He did one in college too. Yeah, you're right. He did one in college. Yeah. He pulled that. not. He didn't shatter the backboard. He pulled the whole damn thing down. Yeah, the roof Ridiculous. came down. Some chairs uh-huh. come flying down. Uh-huh. Uh, here he is doing died. Three women got pregnant. Here he is doing it in uh, in a game in Phoenix. So just there's a layup, get the rebound, cool. Oh, All right. Oh, oh. And then he just goes, oh, I'm quitting. Oh, oh. I'm quitting. Yeah, the whole <laughs> the basketball who went, this game's all basketball. It went down to my size. <laughs> yeah, look and up it's like look rookie. up when he pulled it down for the Nets. You look know, how small he is. Against there. the Nets. This whole we hate basketball uh, uh thing, we're not, we're not doing our, our argument very good here. Right. Who hates basketball? No, I'm just saying we always make those jokes. Yep. It's because we're jealous. Yeah. Whoa. Look at yeah. 
The shot clock hit him in the back of the head. Yeah, I mean, he 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 goes, and then, <laughs> the I love that. The camera, the camera guy goes, get a good angle. What year was that? That was... 20, 20 years ago, maybe? Uh, That's crazy. Was that when Hardaway, say. when he and Hardaway were playing together? We need a team here. Yeah. I would love it. Yeah, we're not keeping up this myth that we don't know anything about sports. You're the only one that has that myth. Oh, that's right. I don't know anything about sports. Uh, by the way, there was uh, <laughs> uh, kind of breaking news this morning locally. Uh, Francis Howell Central High School closed today. They what? made the announcement at 5.30 this morning. What's going on? A All they're saying is a facility accident. Which which one is it? North Central? Which Central. One? Francis Howell Central High School closed today. By the way, that was 93 that Shaq did that against 93. I wonder if it's rain-related. Like if All there's a hole is a roof facility or accident. Yeah, maybe. Oh. I mean, yeah, maybe. Whenever I see that, I think some kind of water main break. Yeah. But I don't know. They're not saying anything. <gasps> maybe it's a senior prank. Yeah, it just says facility yeah. accident. Maybe somebody put soap website. in the air conditioner. Don't do that, by the way. It costs the old, a lot of money. The old you got four rats, or you live on one, you know, three, four, and you can't find two, oh. so they look for oh. it forever. Yeah. Seen on the news here, car crashes into Francis Howell Central. Oh boy, oh, boy. that's different. We were slightly off. Yeah. Car well, crashes. I mean, rain into will the get into. Did there you see now, the right? uh, the sub the the sub headline? Can I park here? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Set and spike. <laughs> Driver quoted is asking, can I park him? Uh, today is uh, uh, the day formerly known as uh, Secretary's Day. Now known by its more politically correct and uh, convoluted name, Administrative Professionals Day. So, today's your day. Receptionists and secretaries and administrative assistants. So, will your company do anything for its administrative professionals today? Well, 20% of managers said, nope, we're good. <laughs> the rest will do something. Although exactly what it is is kind of all over the place. So 43% of businesses today will have some kind of celebration or, or lunch at work. 40% will give a present like uh, gift cards or flowers. 35% will praise them during a meeting. Woohoo! <laughs> 27% will give them a handwritten thank you note. Woohoo! Man. Boy, thank you for this. Could I pay my Amron bill with this? <laughs> hey, do me a favor. Get yourself some flowers, will you? Good. And 14% today will bring in an educational guest speaker. Woo-hoo. <laughs> Although Lion's Choice today is doing something cool. They are uh, giving uh, free roast beef sandwiches to people who present their business card with an administrative oh, that's awesome. secretary, administrative assistant, receptionist. It's a line's choice today to celebrate. Got to have the business card to get yourself some free roast beef because you guys deserve it. That's a line's choice yesterday. Thank you very much. Not about you, Moon. <laughs> I know it's about all of us. It's about all the administrative assistants out there. Thank you for what you do. And a lot of them take a lot of crap. Oh, I've seen it. Some bosses are nightmares. Nightmares. And you put up with their crap all year long. The least you could get is a free roast beef sandwich. Am I right? Uh huh. I agree. It's a bunch of people running to make business cards today. <laughs> <laughs> so you go get yourself a sandwich on the house. Thank you, Lines Choice. All right, today's Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Mattress Direct comes to us from Collinsville, Illinois. It's Nicole McChristian. Yeah, Nicole. 
listens every morning on her drive to work at Lapham Hickey Steel. All the guys at the plant will be jealous that she is a Team Riz member. Ah, in your face. Boom. Because they all listen to. Hey, guys. She enjoys the Sex Toy of the Week reviews, loves the real or fake punishments, and has an awesome son who is a senior at Collinsville High School and will be off to Mizzou next year. Well, congratulations to both of you. Nicole McChristian from Collinsville is the Team Riz member of the day. Gets a super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hey, podcasters, Jeff Burton here for the Missouri Department of Conservation. Oh. A lot of people have been asking me about the hiking. A lot of people have been asking about a group hike. We are going to do a group hike. Keep the first couple of weeks of May uh, open if you want to get in on this group hike, or you can go to 1057thepoint.com slash hiking, get all that information. We're going to be in the Rockwood Reservations area. It's going to be a nice light hike, kind of a get to know each other and get to know the Missouri Department of Conservation uh, hike as well. So 1057thepoint.com slash hiking or follow me on the socials. It's Jeff Burton, 1057. This week is Administrative Professionals Week, and you want to make sure that you take care of those who contribute to your success. Call Walter Noel Florist and let them take care of uh, those that actually you depend on. I mean, who do you send flowers to in the office? It all is the person that makes you look good. So call them. Make sure you set things up. WKF.com or 1-800-341-ROSE. Bouquets and baskets at all price ranges. Call them or order online and make sure that you show the ones that you appreciate on a daily basis that make you look good every day. So again, WKF.com or 1-800-341-ROSE. It's Walter Noel Flores. We know flowers. Hey everybody, I'm Kenny Chesney wishing you a happy birthday, Riz. Today's 105.7 The Point. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Our phone number, 314-6-WALKER, 314-692-5537. Cameras and chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz on the socials. At R-I-Z-Z show. Emails, Riz show, 1057thepoint.com. Later on, match up with Moon. Sorry. I know you're uh, going to leave here at 9 o'clock. Yeah, right around there. Got to bounce. Heading to the uh, West Coast. Heading to the L.A.'s. Heading to the L.A., so uh, we'll play that before 9 o'clock, before you get out of here. Give away some Wayback Point Fest tickets. Yeah, it's a pretty big show that's happening over on the uh, on the West Coast. Enormous. The uh, uh, Saturday, we're, we're, it's uh, Goldfinger. It was, we, have, we, have, we have a bunch of special guests, and then Blink-182 follows us, but the lineup that day is ridiculous. It's like one of Donnie's dreams. And uh, the passes and the tickets for that day sold out, I think, last week. It's over 20000 Is it at an amphitheater? No, dude. is on, uh, on the beach. It's a state park beach that looks out, and we play. Last year, we played as the sun was setting. Oh, that's neat. To 25,000 people. Dude, it was one of my favorite shows of my entire life. It was just magic. I love concerts in weird places. Yeah, same. It's so cool. I bet you they do this for... A decade or more. Who did I see? I saw, I think it was live a million years ago at the quad at Wash U or something like that. We saw live uh, down at the Arch Grounds yeah. with the Arch in the background. Yeah. That was cool. See, yeah, the, the quad was really ago. cool because it's so different, you know? Yeah, last year was the first year for this one in particular. And we've played a lot of different venues and I played a couple beaches in Florida, but it's usually set up for a concert, so it's not necessarily on the sand. And I kept thinking, what a nightmare. I would never want to be watching a rock show on the beach in the sand with sand in my shoes. 
Nope, I was wrong. I mean, it, everybody is in like the greatest mood, and they're all chilling. And of course, everybody's wearing flip flops. Oh, it's the California lifestyle. But man, what so a, chill, bro? It's <laughs> awesome. They got like you know bonfires going on all over the place, and you're just looking. at I the would waves. love to see a show at Red Rocks. Yeah, I would too. That'd be really cool. I, I will tell you this: I, I it wasn't lot like I didn't see it in person, but this was a couple years ago. Lincoln Park did a show from like on top of a castle or on top of a bridge. Oh yeah, where was that? I don't know, but it was one of the coolest things I've ever seen because it was li- like they they didn't do any fancy light show or anything. It was literally them away like to watch the show you had to look up, hmm. but it was them on top of this like castle with just lights and fog. Yeah. And they just rocked for like 2 hours. It was incredible. Gosh. It was on one like the like remember that that show that you that channel that used to just show live concerts? Yeah. yeah, it was on that channel, and it was incredible. I saw uh, the Chili Peppers in a couple weird places on Ellis Island. Oh wow! And uh, the top of the World Trade Center. No way! Red Hot Chili Peppers. Jeez. There's another cool place in New York uh, when because we just played a, a steamboat or something that went out to uh, to the Statue of Liberty, and as you pass there, there's a pier. Have you seen that with the stage on top of the pier? It's on that top of like a. That must be new. Oh, like a, Pier 57 or something, something. like that. It's on like the seventh story. It's on a roof. So you're up on this roof. Yeah, right I think on, that's pretty new. Right on the river. Oh, super neat, man. There's a place called uh, Randall's Island. Oh, that, that is, is the dirtiest place sucks, on earth. Dude. Which is, no, no, it's, uh, it's so dusty. <laughs> yeah, it's like a and dust And you can't bowl. get a cab. If it's past like midnight, there's no cab that'll take you back out it's there. It's an <laughs> island really? like, yeah. in between yeah. some of the boroughs of New York City. And if it's dry, you got to wear like a face mask. It's so yeah. dusty. And then it's whenever so it rains, there's worms that come out of the ground you're like picking, crazy. Uh, you're picking dust out of your nose for the next uh, four weeks. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Sounds it's uh, super Jones cool. Beach out on Long Island, uh, there's the stage, and there's water that separates the stage from yep. the crowd. The barricade is, cool is a canal. Wow. Oh, and people, used so to, cool. uh, people used to pull their boats up prior to 9-11, would pull their boats up and dock basically next to the stage. That's <laughs> really cool. Which is cool, but... Where is the best, and we're going to get to crap on celebrities here in a second, but where is the best place to stand during a concert? I've always been told, uh, if it's if you can, by the soundboard in yeah. the middle. Front row center, you think? No. Not at all. Not according right to the soundboard. I read an article from a sound engineer. The sound engineer gives us the place to, to stand during a concert, the best place. This guy, his name is uh, Dave Swallow. <laughs> and uh, apparently it's a legendary sound engineer. And he says, find a space just off-center in the venue. Standing equidistant from both speakers allows for more bass, which doesn't always lend to picking up the best sound quality, he said. If you're at a music venue like, uh, let's say, Coachella, a good marker is anywhere in front of the soundboard where you might find the engineer at work. Which, you know, while this varies, usually, you'll be at the center of the venue here. That said, if you enjoy a ton of bass at a concert, standing dead center in the middle might be your best move. He says, don't stand too close to the stage. I remember I got tickets uh, the last time Tool was at Scott Trade. I got front row tickets. It was the worst. Mm -hmm. The worst. Couldn't hear anything. Yeah, when you're up there, that's to see, not to hear for sure. I, watching it was cool. Couldn't hear a damn thing. While standing at the front might be the best for visual purposes. I mean, you're there to see them perform live, and you know, after all. If you actually want to hear the show, you don't want to be too close. 
This guy says you need a little bit of distance for all the wavelengths together to make a coherent sound. The closer you are, the more likely to hear one sound frequency more prominently than another. You also might notice a lack of clarity from this, from this vantage point. For obvious reasons, it's also bad for your ears. Hmm. Say, don't stand near a wall or under a balcony. If you're closer to a wall, you're going to hear the sound twice as it comes towards you and again after it hits the wall. Our brains understand this. Our brains understand that as distance. A sound ricocheting off walls can, can sound imbalanced. And a balcony could curb your ability to hear speakers high up in the venue that carry higher frequencies of a performance, which might result in a muddy or unclear sound. And then he says nighttime performances might provide better audio quality. Sound flows through the air at different speeds. In the day, which tends to happen, uh, it, what tends to happen is the sound curbs upwards into the sky. At night, it's far more uniform. You get far better clarity over a longer distance at night. It's like the, you ever seen the disappointment on, you know, friends or family's face when you do this for a living for a million years and it's the first time you ever took them backstage and somebody's actually performing. You can't hear anything. You know, it's, why are the drums so loud? Because you're standing right next to them. Because you're right next to them. And the speakers are going that way. That's why. This is really cool to watch this. Yeah. Hey, man, I want to stand on the side of the stage to, to, to watch this band. You can't hear anything. How many times have you brought a band on that you really dig, and then you stand in side stage, backstage, whatever, watching them, and then one of your favorite songs comes on. You're like, all right, I'm going back out in the crowd. I'm yeah, like, you'll oh, notice. Man, I always I go listen to this. If I introduce a band I want to see, I run. Yeah. I'll run to my seats. Yeah. Yeah, especially if everybody's on ears, and there's no actual you know monitors on stage. People come up and go, I don't hear anything. Like How do they hear the drums? I don't get it. Yeah. All right, here's Crap on Celebrities. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic oh. and weather. That is not Crap on Celebrities. That's traffic and weather. Here is... I can do it as yeah, traffic. Madonna no, here's is crap. on the 405. Here's Crap on Celebrities. <laughs> the Rizzuto Show. Crap on Celebrities. My apologies for the confusion. It's a time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by Amco Ranger, protecting people and property from pests since 1965. Britney Spears is on traffic on 44, so she was telling us uh, all kinds of conspiracy. Uh, and we talked a bit yesterday about why she was hospitalized. Uh, just an issue readjusting her medications. She's on a you know a cocktail of drugs to keep her stabilized, if you will. And uh, they were losing their efficacy. And you know, it's what happens th- after after your body gets used to it. I mean, people with tolerance. chronic illnesses, it happens all the time. It's happened with me as well. So they were adjusting them, and she just decided, you know what? Everything happened in my personal life, and with the meds, I'm just going to go away and chill for a little while. And then there's all this, oh, she's being held under, you know, under duress. From what I read, where's from Jamie some, Lynn? Why isn't she helping? And I don't know if this holds any water. It's from a from a gossip gossip thing. It's she didn't want to take this certain medication because it'll add 15 pounds to her. Well, I mean, I understand what she's going through, but and TMZ does a really good job of making you look like a piece of crap. She didn't look great when she was, you know, left the, no. left the place the other day. But here's her telling everybody she's cool. Hi, guys. Just checking in hey. with all of you who are concerned about me. All is well. My family has been going through a lot of stress and anxiety lately, so I just need a time to deal. But don't worry. I'll be back very soon. So there you go. She uh, sounds weird. I was gonna say she doesn't even sound like a, like a person. Like she sounds like a cartoon. Yeah, uh, uh, the, I was just uh, gonna say there's like a cartoony aspect to it. Yeah, there's a link to on the blog to, to listen to the vocal. She just doesn't the, look. The, she looks like she hasn't slept in a month. Uh, look who's talking when I at say the that. Uh, listen, 
how she sounds. <laughs> Hi guys, just checking in with all of you who are concerned about me. All is well. My family has been going through a lot of stress and anxiety lately, so I just need a time to deal. But don't worry, I'll be back very soon. Okay. Hopefully everything's cool. And uh, speaking of the legendary rock band, uh, the Eagles, <laughs> did you guys see? <laughs> do you see what this band is charging for their Vegas residency? So who's playing for Don Henley? His, his son? I, somebody's son is playing in the band. Is Vince Gill still a part of it? I don't know. But if, I, for this particular yeah, thing, I took don't over know. for Don Henley. Holy yeah. Or not Don Henley. Glenn Fry. Glenn Fry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Which is Glenn Fry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, so their Vegas residency, apparently the tickets are going bonkers. And the remaining tickets start at $6,500. Oh, stop it. That's, I can't. Come on. And they have to be bought in pairs. So if you could do that times two and let me know what that That's is. That's 15 grand. They're in pairs? That's the fees. <laughs> That's is it a residency or is it just a two shows? You thought shows? about it, man. <laughs> is it a residency or just two well, shows? Well, they're calling it a residency, Beans. but it's 27th to 28th of September. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you know, their so that's last, why. Oh. Their it's last just, and they're playing Hotel California from start to finish. Right. Wow, that's a long song. For the song. first that's time like seven ever. seven-minute show. First time ever. No, that they're, album, you jerk. <laughs> they're, uh, they're, I think their last show together, like the whole real group, you know, with Glenn Fry was a was a corporate gig here in St. Louis, like an under the radar corporate gig here in St. Louis. Huh. Oh, well, I'm I'm finding tickets that, uh, that are way things. cheaper than that. I'm just telling you the platinum. It's the platinum experience tickets. Okay, so that's their Front VIP row seats, two nights in a suite, airport transfers, dining credits, and other perks. And I don't know if you heard, but they're going to be performing Hotel California for the first time in that entirety in the United States, by the way, during those two shows, September 27th, 28th, MGM Grand. There's a lot, though, that is included in that package. Yeah, they'll limo you from the the airport. So you get the air... Worth 14 grand? Hold on, you get airfare, you get the hotel, you get the transportation, you get all the meals paid for, you get all the drinks paid for, you get Top Golf both days. Whoa! That's worth it. Go on. There's a pre-show hospitality lounge before the game with open bar, food, free merch. You get free (laughs) merch. Well, you paid for it. You get tequila tasting. You get a special laminate. You are very so, passionate about the wow. Eagles. I'm down. Well, no, but I mean, like, it's grand. the diamond experience. I mean, what yeah, else yeah, are you yeah. going to get? You could buy tickets and sit in, in the top row. Those tickets are still expensive. $421. Sounds reasonable to Riz. I mean, me. That's not reasonable. I don't like the Eagles that much. No. Well, if it's a, uh, if this was a band I, you I like, are you willing it. to pay for something like that? For th- $13,000? $13,000, but you get all this stuff. I mean, listen. I how don't much, know How much does airfare and a, and, a, and, a, and a weekend stay in a hotel cost? A- airfare is not included in this. Yes, it is. No, it's not tr- uh, transfer from the airport. Yeah, that's they pick you up at a shuttle. Yeah, they're gonna limo uh, you from. This article is just says transfers. Name. Transport. That's that's a, that's a, a little bus where other people. Yeah, yeah. who paid thirteen. It doesn't clarify which airport. airport. Transfer. That's true. They've, it's an airport in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> they'll take you to limo from Chicago all the way. Up. <laughs> Hope you packed a lunch. <laughs> Ooh, this is so cute though. When you go to the VIP package, they they label the different amenities you get as songs. Uh, like, so, such a lovely place. The hotel. hotel Life in the fast lane. The activities. It's Hotel Nevada. <laughs> Living it up. The upgrades. After okay. uh, after paying for that, I'd be pretty desperado to pay my oh, mortgage. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Yeah. Man, that's wow. great. Wow, you are right. <laughs> Take it easy. Dude. I can't believe you laughed track yourself. <laughs> I can't believe you're using nice. Scott's next now that he's waiting for you. <laughs>
Uh, Wendy Williams' husband, Kevin. What a great dude. Hasn't been the best spouse lately, but he was he trying to actually poison and kill Wendy Williams? Probably not, but the cops were called about it. They got an anonymous tip from one of the workers at the house saying what? Uh, that she's possibly being poisoned by her husband back in the day. So two cops go over to Wendy's house. This was back in January. Uh, they received this tip. Wendy was very sick in bed when they showed up to do this welfare check. They found her in bed, quote, with a blanket covering her from neck to toe. Kevin was there at the time. He actually answered the door, almost refused or didn't want to let the cops in it at first. And then when they all went to Wendy's room where she was convalescing, if you will, Kevin wouldn't leave the room after the cops said, will you please leave so we can talk to Wendy? Shady. Yeah. So Wendy told the cops she was recovering from a broken shoulder. An officer asked if uh, there was any truth to the tip that that she's being poisoned. She starts bawling her eyes out and says, well, I'm very popular. So they repeated the question, and she started crying, and she said, there's no truth to the fact that he's trying to poison me. So the cops left, and apparently that was all that okay. came of that. So things not going well with him. I believe she has now completely cut him off from everything. So Nick Cage got married. Four days later, he backed out of it. So she wants spousal support, and he says she's nutso. So to show the court... And the world that he isn't crazy at all, Mr. Cage went and did a little karaoke. And he did some angry karaoke. And he did some angry Prince karaoke. Okay, here's uh, Nick Cage doing uh, Purple Rain. (laughs) He needs to go see Britney's movie. Nicholas Rage. I mean, and the video's on the blog if you want to see it. He is angry at that microphone. That's and his alter ego, Nick Rage. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have a feeling we'll have another update on him tomorrow. I don't know why. Speaking of Prince, did you know that he was working on a memoir when he passed away? I did not. And it is now finally coming out this fall. It's called, We're Going to Try Try to Make As Much Money Off of Prince As We Can. Mm. It's actually called The Beautiful Ones, one of his songs, obviously. And uh, it's going to be out on shelves October 29th. So is this a a, a new Prince song? Or? No, no, no. It's a it's a memoir. It's a book. No, no. But I. Or, I, I oh no, no. Beautiful ones is an old song. It's an old yeah. song. Oh, so you know this? Oh yeah. Still Nick Cage singing? No, this Prince. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I'm not the biggest Prince fan. I mean, I like. I, I appreciate you know, yeah, what, he, what he's done. It's the it's the Hansel uh, answer when he's talking about Sting and Zoolander. He's like, I, I don't really have any of his records, but you know I respect what he does. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> big fan, big fan. I like some songs. Yeah. I grew up with a guy who was a huge fan, so I was very well schooled in him. You ever went and saw him back in the day? It, he was ridiculously talented. Yeah, I know some diehards. I mean, some diehard Prince fans. Yeah, so the book hits the shelves on October 29th. Unfinished manuscript, rare photos, scrapbooks, lyrics, all that kind of stuff. So, A uh, new stage production is premiering in Houston, then heading to Broadway next year. It's called Survivor, the Destiny's Child musical. And of course, it's all about Beyonce's dad. What? Her dad, Matthew <laughs> Knowles, is putting on a play about him. So not about Beyonce. No. Quote, I want to pull back the curtain. I feel it's time to give the world an opportunity to hear, see, and feel the victories and failures that I've had as a husband, father, and manager who risked everything in pursuit of fulfilling dreams of my own and others. 
Yep. And exactly three years, uh, speaking of Britney, that uh, Lemonade is now on all the streaming platforms. It's not uh, just on Beyonce. the one. Or Beyonce, sorry. Hey, yeah, you Beyonce. seriously, you and I have the exact same Prince sort of thing. I know maybe two and a half songs recognizably. I couldn't really, really? pick them out. But I do love everything I hear him do. Yeah. Here's here's the Hansel uh, quote on Sting. They're asking about heroes, and he goes, Sting. Sting would be another person who's a hero. The music he's created over the year... I, I don't really listen to it, but the fact that he's making it, I respect that. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly how I yeah, think half I the know, world I loves know, Prince. I'm a I fan. Know the, I know the Prince songs they they play on the radio. Yeah, I mean that's where my that's where my knowledge of Prince ends too. Yeah, I like him. I've never disliked anything he's done. It's just never made me want to go buy a record. Yeah, I just I, I, I just you wouldn't find me turning on a Prince record at all. Sure, home. no, I get it. Uh, voice uh, voiceover people, super, super uh, talented people, like our friend Drew, who works here, does a lot of the voice work here. He's not a voiceover person. He is a voice actor. Well, like, I mean, Craig Gass. Acts. Craig Gass, Craig absolutely. Gass has done stuff for Family Guy. He's, you know, done stuff for, for Disney Disney movies. Uh, uh, Rob, that used to work with us down at the old uh, company who did the Call of Duty uh, voiceover for the TV. That's freaking acting if you ever li- listen to that. Like, he's just reading words. You don't see him, but he's acting, right? Mm-hmm. Agree? Yeah. So, voice actors, really, really cool. I don't want to ruin people's childhood. Maybe you guys already know this, uh, but uh, Optimus Prime from the 80s. Okay, Optimus Prime. From the 80s I, Transformers. I know Check this, this out. Yes. Uh, Scott and I were talking what about What is it listed under? Peter. Should be Optimus Sun- Prime. Don't have oh, an Optimus no, you Prime. Ah, oh, son of a bitch. Hold on. Maybe I put it somewhere else. Is it labeled something else? Oh, or? Peter Cullen one. Oh, My okay. apologies. This is the voice of Peter Cullen. Okay. Who was Optimus Before Prime. time began, there was the cube. I am Optimus Prime. Yeah. Now he's also the voice of this, Peter Cullen 2. Could be a bit drafty. Might leak some. Sort of lopsided. Otherwise, a dream house. Oh, bother. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought it was hilarious that he's those two things. So, you go from this? Before time began. Yeah. Could be a bit drafty. Now when you listen to it back to back, you're like, totally, how did I I not know that? I want Eeyore to say a bunch of Transformers lines. (laughs) I'm sure he's been asked that a million (laughs) times, too. You know, it's a big one now is H. John Benjamin. Who is uh, Bob's Burgers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a- he's Archer, and he now he does the uh, Arby's commercials. Yeah, and he's a soup can in Wet Hot American Summer. He's a soup can. Yeah, it's a great role. Didn't for know him. that. That's yeah. really funny. So, so okay, I have a quick question about those Arby's commercials. You know how their whole thing used to be? We have the meats. It's still we have the meats. Yeah, yeah but the now sandwiches. they go for, for sandwiches. sandwiches. Yeah. Wow. D- did something happen where they had to throw that in there? Well, they're more than just roast beef now. Okay, for sandwiches. For sandwiches. That's confusing. What about that guy that um, he's in the uh, he's the uh, neighbor in the wheelchair and Family Guy? Whoever voices him, that guy. Patrick Warburton. Yeah, Patrick yeah he's a, yeah, right. He's got like fifty uh, cartoon credits and, he, and different voice not. acting credits. That and, guy is great. And the, and it's the same voice and the same character and everything. <laughs> yeah, he's some car funny. rental uh, TV spots now too. I can't remember what it is. It's he's, Avis. Yeah, and it's the same thing as he was on Seinfeld. He's the exact He's same putty. guy, buddy from Seinfeld. Yeah, I uh, think I saw an interview with him a couple years ago where he they said like, "Hey, so he goes, obviously I dumbed myself up a little bit, but 
every role that I take, I pretty much am that guy. Like, I don't change what I do. Like, with Putty, he made himself a little dumber. But the things he does and the way he acts, that's yeah. him. I love him. Back in the day, like, uh, we were talking about rescuers down, or not rescuers down, or the Chippendale Rescue Rangers and Darkwing Duck. That, like, system of cartoons, there was two or three guys that all always oh, yeah. always played the bad guy or always played a guest yeah. character. It was like... Peter uh, Cullen was in, in that. He was the voice of Monterey Jack and Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Huh. And he was Whoa. also the voice of Cat, not Kit, Night Rider, or not Cat Car, not Kit, the the bad Night Rider guy. So huh. anyway, is there uh, anything he can't do? I know. And Avengers Endgame probably gonna win the box office. Probably gonna break all kinds of records for the biggest opening ever. A record set by Avengers Infinity War, by the way. But some people actually think it could make a billion dollars worldwide. Seems insane until you look at the math. Last year, Infinity War opened at 257.6 million in the U.S., 640 million internationally, which is just shy of 900 million dollars. And this is going to blow it away. They uh, screened the movie already. For, they had the premiere yesterday or two days ago. They screened the movie for reviewers. Nine percent. And it's a 97 percent. Jeez, hated it. <laughs> How funny would that be if if people went and saw it and they were like. Yeah, that Garbage. was the worst movie I've ever seen. Okay. <laughs> it was all right. Could have been 55 minutes. No, everything I read, I mean, it's. they said it's excellent. But 97%. You see the ads, obviously, all over the internet and on TV and on billboards and at movie theaters and trailers and all that kind of stuff. So I started wondering, with all of this, how much money are they actually spending to promote the thing? Like these big movies and this one in particular. So I looked around a little bit, and uh, according to Deadline, they say easily they're spending over $200 million, <laughs> which is the most expensive marketing in the studio's history. Mm. Wow. And it looks like it's split pretty it much even $100 million here and $100 million uh, overseas. Uh, for comparison, Infinity War, $150 million. Spider-Man Homecoming, 140 Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2, $80 million, too, as far as marketing and promotion. I saw somebody post uh, last night... Well, I saw it this morning, but they posted last night right around midnight their review of Avengers Endgame, and it was a complete synopsis of X-Men Apocalypse or whatever it was, one of the old X-Men movies. <laughs> and they literally just changed the names of the characters to that. And people were like, huge spoilers, bro! Like, going crazy. <laughs> and then at the end, somebody was like, you do realize that this is X-Men and Apocalypse or whatever. That. If I read that, I wouldn't know that. Right. I told you my son and I, are, well, and my daughter now, are going through all the X-Men movies. So many of them. Oh, they're, they're awesome. awesome. But they are really good. There's dude. a couple that are that you could throw right in the garbage. Yeah, like the, I've been the, told the, the Wolverine or whatever it is. When yeah. he's in Japan? Yeah. I've I've been told to skip like that, that one, one, and I'm going to skip that one. You don't need it's, that one. It, 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 it does it's not nothing good. to the franchise. But man, I'll tell you, Ian McClellan, that, that's a, that's Magneto, right? Yeah. God yeah. dang it, that guy is so good. He's such such a talent. I like the newer ones, too. Ralph Macchio from uh, Karate Kid, you know, they did, what, two of those, I guess it was? Three. Three of them? Well, he was pitched many, many different sequels over the years, and he said there's one that was just insane as it stood out, and here's a quote from him. An executive once came up to me and said, hey, what if Rocky Balboa and LaRusso had kids, at, and they are related in some way? No. And they're related in some way. He wanted to combine Rocky and Karate Kid. The concept was to go back to Balboa or to the Balboa and Larusa lineage in Italy and find out they were somehow related, and then their kids would then team up. He said that was a real pitch. So from Rocky, I think that would have been cool. A yeah. Rocky Karate Kid. Wow, like yeah, cross. <laughs> I think that would have been yes. cool. Cross pollination. Wow. Would have been interesting. Obviously, it didn't happen. But why would Ralph be talking about that with us today? Well, because we got Cobra Kai coming out. When Season is that? two. When is that coming out? Today. Today? That's what it says right there. 
Cobra Kai is back where it belongs. Back on top. But the real story's only just begun. The first season was excellent. Thought you were dead. Excellent. Yeah. Loved it. You gotta see it. Cobra Kai never dies. Yeah. So the uh, if you watch the whole trailer, it's up on the blog. Also, the trailer for the uh, new trailer for Godzilla, uh, the King of Monsters, is up on the trailer as well. You saw it, right, Cobra Kai? No, I didn't see. That was me. Did you like it? Yeah, that was great. That was fantastic. It's not. It's not for the kiddos. I mean, there's some. I have to pretend to sign up for YouTube Red again or whatever. There's some adult humor in it. Did they finally acknowledge that Johnny was the good guy and Daniel's a bully? Stop Uh, it. Yeah. Hey. Uh, That's that's uh, yeah. That is a, a theme that, that runs through a little bit. Really? Oh, yeah. Because it's true. And Jar Jar Binks is a Sith Lord. Stop that. Moon, have you have you seen... have you? So you're watching that's, the X-Men movies. True. Have you seen The Last Stand yet? Uh, I saw The Last Stand. My kids haven't. We haven't the Last Stand is by far the best movie of that entire series, and it's incredible. I think I saw The Last Stand. Cannot, I, I wanna, I'm going to go back and watch it. That was the one right after First Class? Right. No. First Class, then something. First Class is after Last Stand. Oh, then we can no, nerd out all day. Then I, then I haven't seen that. the Second Stand. <laughs> is Seth MacFarlane the one who, when he has hosted uh, award shows or gets up at award shows, he just roasts people? Like he is he the one that just he has in the past doesn't know when to? Hey, maybe you shouldn't say this here because that guy's standing sitting right over there or whatever. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Is that him? Is, he, is he one of those guys? I don't know. He's a very talented. He's a great singer. But I mean, he's just very, very. He'll just he'll just rip on anybody. He tours doing like Sinatra songs and like like a lounge act. Seth MacFarlane? Oh yeah. Hmm. I did not know that. Well, he got himself a, uh, a little sample of uh, Seth MacFarlane singing. But what? He, he got his. Uh, star- this isn't a tournament. Sorry, 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 sorry. My bad. Sounds good. Still ah, Cobra Kai. Hello. He got uh, a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, uh, and uh, boy, in his speech, he was very Seth MacFarlane. I am privileged and humbled to take my place among a great many Hollywood notables whose names also adorn this Walk of Fame. Hollywood legends such as Donald Trump. Kevin Spacey, (laughs) Michael Jackson, and Bill Cosby. And I have to ask, (laughs) am I worthy? (laughs) All kidding aside, it truly means a great deal to me. And now let's all get to our cars because this is not a great part of town and I'm very nervous. Thank you so much. (laughs) It's so true. Remember we were talking about that before? If you've seen the Walk of Fame, there are certain parts of it where you're just, don't look down at the stars because you might get mugged. There was a thing that came out said the most overrated landmark, I think, in the world is the Hollywood Walk of Fame. That was number one. Number one. That's the one where you get there and you go, Hmm. here's a little uh, Seth MacFarlane singing. Final curtain. This isn't Stewie Griffin from a. My friend, I'll say it and state my case, of which I'm very nice certain. Voice, huh? I've lived a life that's full. Seth MacFarlane. I've traveled east and every highway. I love this song. No, just listen. Just listen. It's like a mobile in the background. I did it my way. His way. It is his way, isn't it? Written by Francis Sinatra, probably not. Paul Anka. I did not know that. Hmm. Alan Alda? Paul Anka! (laughs) 
I get those two confused. Uh, crappy birthdays. Kelly Clarkson is 37. Uh, Rory McCann, that is the hound on Game of Thrones. He is 50. St. Louis's own Cedric the Entertainer is 55. And today's Burton birthday of the day. Younger folks know her as being in the Fokker movies, as Ben Stiller's mom. Actually an Academy Award winner for Funny Girl back at 69. Also for her performance in 1977's version of A Star is Born, Barbara Streisand, 77 years young. So everybody's saying the last Eagle show was a private party at CBC. Yeah, it was a birthday party. Wow. And apparently I'm in the minority uh, moon when it comes to The Last Stand being their favorite X-Men movie. Which one is everybody saying? I don't know, but according to multiple people in the chat room, quote, that is garbage. So, (laughs) Wow. They know. Logan counts. <laughs> Logan, Logan, Logan counts. That's for sure that. Ebert's in that. there. Who is that? Logan is one that Logan's I don't know if good. you won't let your kids watch, though. No, I won't watch uh, yeah. Not at this point. Uh, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet, is Alexis Ford. Today's birthday girl has been tossed around more than a Frisbee on a nice day in 111 fine films, including Anal Workout, Volume 1, Bikinis and No Weenies, Volume 2, Dear Diary. I love sex. Mm. <laughs> also in Oh My God, Stop Tickling Me. This ain't Jaws Triple X, and who can forget her unforgettable role in, whoa, that is way too much anal. <laughs> Alexis Ford is 31 years old. That is your porno birthday, your crappy birthday, and that's your crap on celebrity. All right, who's ready for some baseball? Pull up a front row seat at Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill for all Cardinals action this season at one of their 11 locations. And during every Cards game, you can enjoy the new Hot Shots Triple Play Special featuring a large pizza, order of those great boneless wings and a bucket of Bud Family bottles available for a great price. Also, be sure to join the party on the last Tuesday of every month this season for the Hot Shots Ticket Tuesday and your shot to win a pair of tickets for an upcoming game. And don't forget, $1 Hot Shots Tacos any day after the Cards score eight or more runs. It's Hot Shots online at hotshotsnet.com. Hey man, it's Kevin Smith, Silent Bob from all those terrible James Silent Bob type pictures, man. And you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Welcome back. About to play matchup with Moon. And we have Wayback Point Fest tickets to give out. Depending on who you choose. Are you going to be Team Moon or are you going to be Team Riz? I'm up by two, huh? Or, are you up by two? Even? I thought it was tied. I don't, I don't know. I will tell you. It is even. Ooh, boy. Ooh, yeah. All right. We better bring it. Well, Tony will ask us both the same five questions. One of us will be nice. Whoever gets the most questions right, our respective teammates will win. 314 6 Walker. And as a matter of fact, we need to uh, flip a coin to see who gets to choose. You want to go first? You want to be put in isolation first? Moon, call it. Tails. He calls tails, and it is heads. I will. Pressure's on. Defer to you. What? <laughs> no, I don't want that. I will defer back to you. Oh, you uh-huh. can't do that. Uh-huh. Oh, I can. You can't do oh, that. Oh, there are no rules in deferring. <laughs> You can't defer back, can Why you? Why are we doing the coin you can't toss? Defer back. He he deferred back. Oh man, I, I don't know. I don't want to do it again. Do it again. I dare you. I dare you. I defer back, oh. and that's the last time you can do it. Only three times in a row. Oh, there's, oh shoot, there's a quota. Okay, um, I will. Uh, I'll receive questions first. Okay, please. so I will be put in isolation first. So let's get our teammates. If I lose, I'm blaming the deferral. It's my choice. I won the coin flip. Big John, hello, Big John. Morning. How we doing? It's Big John, guys. Hey, Hi, Big John. John. Big John, Team Moon, Team Riz. Who's it going to be? Come on, Riz. Just bring her home, babe. All right. What do you say? Me and you, Big John. All right, hang on. That's a good choice. 
<laughs> Big John is the guy that calls people babe, by the way. <laughs> Bring it home, babe. You got it, Big right, John. You got it, Big John. Uh, Barbara. Yes. Dear Barbara, Hello. you are Team Moon. Okay. Okay, hang on. She sounds very disappointed. Okay, I will be put in isolation. Jeff will give me the isolation headphones. I will now take off my studio headphones, put on the isolation headphones. Jeff will now crank up the tunes, hit it, and let's play. Hey, Moon. Hey, buddy. What school does Harry Potter attend? Hogwarts. What band had the top song on the 1999 rock charts 15 years after their debut album? Charts. Holy smokes. <sighs> I don't know. I'm gonna go back to that. Mortimer the Mouse was original was the original name of what animated character? Oh my gosh. Uh I don't know. Stuart Little. Okay. The seven dwarves from Snow White are sleepy, sneezy, happy, grumpy, dopey, bashful, and Doc. That's not right. The year was 1867. The United States made a very large purchase. What was it? Did you say 1867? Correct. Uh, say the question one more time, sorry. The year was 1867. The United States made a large purchase. What was it? That wasn't the Louisiana, but I guess uh, Louisiana purchase is all I got. I okay. don't think that's anywhere near. Do you want to take a guess at the uh, rock? Question? Oh, the rock band? Yeah. Um, Fifteen years after the. I mean, you got to be quick with this. Okay, like, let's just say you uh, got five. Okay. okay four. Yeah. Uh -huh. Three. Uh, yeah. Right. Two. Uh, Van Halen. It's wrong. Okay. <laughs> and then no, 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 oh, no, 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 sorry, not yet, not yet. Tiebreaker question: There are eight Harry Potter films. How much money did they make in the box office? Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, we'll say. Office, um, five, four billion. Thank you, man. We're good, Jeff. Okay, good. Yep. Dude. All right, how'd you do? Um, you were uh, you were doing it for a while. Yeah, I, I think I did fine, but there's always that one hang-up question that just destroys you. You know, you implode, and then oh, your yeah. mind is just stuck on this one thing. And you... Usually a math question or name a state that does something. It's math. You better be ready. Oh, no, I don't you like better, math. You better be ready. Well, let's get him in isolation. If you would there, uh, it's Jeff. It's to lose, friend. No pressure. Start thinking Just about me and Big John playing. Division. I'm playing for Big John. You're playing for Barbara. Tell me when you're ready. And we are off. Hey, Riz. Hey. What school does Harry Potter attend? Hogwarts. What band had the top song on the 1999 rock chart 15 years after their debut album? 1999? Correct. 15 years after their debut album. You two? Mortimer the Mouse was the original name of what animated character? Mickey. The seven dwarfs from Snow White are sleepy, sneezy, happy, grumpy, dopey, bashful, and... Doc. The year was 1867. The United States made a large purchase. What was it? Louisiana. There are eight Harry Potter films. How much money did they make in the box office? Is this a tiebreaker? Yes. How much money total? Yep. 
Did all of them make combined? Yep. Four billion dollars. Thank you, Riz. I like that face. He is cute, isn't he? Thank it you, somewhat, Jeff. It was somewhat of a confused face. You yeah, that, that was the final question. That was the tiebreaker. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping it doesn't get there. <laughs> <laughs> I went pretty quick, huh? Pretty uh, quick through I those. I think so. Pretty I quick. Think, I think so. We'll see. We'll see how I did. <laughs> I think you're Too quick? Me. I don't know. And the answers. The first question, softball. What school does Harry Potter attend? You both said Hogwarts. You both agree. Good job. Harry. What you band too. had the top song on the 1999 rock chart 15 years after the debut album? Moon, you said Van Halen. Riz, you said U2. The correct answer is Red Hot Chili Peppers. Ah. Oh, man. That Californication. Is... Ah, Ouch. damn. Owie, owie. The song was? Californication. Uh, uh, scar tissue. Correct. <laughs> That one, yes. Uh, Mortimer the Mouse was the original name of what animated oh, character? I have two options here. You said Stuart Little. You Stuart. said Mickey Mouse. The correct Stuart. answer is Mickey Mouse. God darn it. Phooey. The Seven Dwarfs from Snow White are Sleepy, Sneezy, Happy, Grumpy, Dopey, Bashful, and Doc. You both got it right. Don't look at me like that. The year, the, the, <laughs> the year was 1867. The year was 1867. The United States made a large purchase. What was it? Sneakers. Moon, you said the Louisiana Purchase. Riz, you also said the Louisiana Purchase. You both are wrong. Oh, Alaska. It's Alaska. See, that was far after Jefferson. However. I would think. Riz wins. Hey! That means Big John wins. Mickey Mouse. Hey, Big John! Mickey Mouse. We won! Was that a sue-wee? Did he just sue (laughs) Yes, he did. All right, hang on, Big John. I got had by my voice twin, Mickey Mouse. Um, <laughs> tiebreaker question. You both had the same answer, so we would have had to go to the oh, second. Oh, really? One. You said four billion? You both too. said four billion. You said yeah. four billion yeah. of all the numbers out there. Four billion. And the correct answer is seven point seven billion dollars. Um, I would have won. No, you wouldn't have. Well, because I said it first. <laughs> I said it bigger. Oh, that's terrific. Oh, isn't that, though? Mickey Mouse. He says, oh, that is terrific. I knew that at some point in my life, just not this point right here. Yep. The one that mattered. Yep. We're going to go one more round here. And let's see. Darn it, man. We got Kayla in Hazelwood. Kayla. Hello. Hello. Hey, team Kayla. Riz, Team Moon. Who's it going to be? Um, I'm going to go with Team Moon. Right. That's a good I choice. Hope you I, lose. I hope. Yeah. Remember, uh, Wayback Point Fest tickets on the line? Tickets are on sale, uh, on sale now. Old school prices this week only. Lawn tickets, just ten fifty seven plus fees. That's awesome. James? Yes. You are Team Riz. Good choice. All right. Nice. Hang on one second. Nice indeed. <laughs> nice. Yeah, 1867. Well, Louisiana, what? I had no we are. No, 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 no. I knew that that was not right. I just had no other guess. Nothing. The way he worded it, a big purchase, you know, I think Louisiana yeah, purchase. I, I knew it. Once I'm it's stuck in your there. head, you're like. Well, once he said it, that's why I said Alaska. Yeah, it's over. Okay. What you got Ready? for me, Jeff? Ready, Jeff? Jeff is putting Moon in isolation. I am playing for James. Moon is playing for Kayla. And here we go. Hey, Round Riz. Two. Yes. What famous professional wrestler and man of many catchphrases said, to be the man, you got to beat the man? To be the man, you gotta beat the man. <sighs> Macho man? Okay. 
What 2003 movie starring Orlando Bloom and Kate Blanchett won the 76th Oscar for Best Picture? Orlando Bloom and Kate Blanchett. Oh man, what what year? Uh, it was 2003. Pass. No idea. Okay. I'll go back to it. What Wayback Point Fest artist was top of the rock charts almost the entire summer of 1994? Collective Soul. You will have to give him that sheet when you, when you, when it's his turn. By the you way. can pull it up on the okay. uh, on the on the big screen. Who won the 2018 chip? The 2008, 2018 last year's NBA championship. Uh, the uh, Cleveland team. No, the Warriors, Golden State. Okay. What Italian city is famous for its leaning tower? Pisa. And the tiebreaker question is, the movie, uh, that movie that we talked about was one of the longest movies to win an award. In minutes, how long was the director's cut? Uh, uh, 200 minutes. Thank you, Riz. Uh, damn it. <laughs> You're not playing Sorry, me, James. You? Am I playing you? Nope. You did it terribly? I think so. I did not do well. That's going to make and me feel really bad when I I embarrassed lose. myself. Jeff, the isolation headphones, please. Yeah, I'm getting your song here, sir. Hang on a second. He gave me a Post Malone rock star first. That song is filthy. You love that. <laughs> There's a lot of curses in that song. You love that song. All right, give it to me. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Here we go. Round two. He's really bummed. Oh, that's a good one. Moon. <laughs> yeah. What famous professional wrestler and man of many catchphrases said, to be the man, you got to beat the man? Ooh. Knows to be the man, you gotta beat the man. Uh, well, I'll just I'll just go with the obvious Hulk Hogan. I have no idea. What 2003 movie starring Orlando Bloom and no? Kate I'm gonna say I'm gonna say uh, Macho Man Randy Savage. Okay. What 2003 movie starring Orlando Bloom and Kate Blanchett won the 76th Oscar for Best Picture? Orlando Bloom and Kate Blanchett. What? The only thing I know of them being in is Lord of the Rings. Yeah, Fellowship of the Ring. Or no, it can't be that. I'm just going to say Lord of the Rings. Okay. And see what happens. You can look at the board here. What Wayback Point Fest artist was top of the rock charts almost the entire summer in 1994? 1994, top of the rock charts... Oh my gosh! I'm gonna say Collective Soul or Everclear. Oh, Jim Blossoms was up there too. You know, I'll just say um, Everclear in '94. No, '94. Bro, ah, dang, dude. Sorry. Uh, collect. Um, ah, Collective Soul. Because I think they had two singles that year. Who won last year's NBA championship? The 2018 oh, NBA championship. Yeah, right. Uh. <laughs> I have no idea. Golden State. It's not right. That's not right. That's not right. <laughs> what Italian city is famous for its leaning tower? Uh, the leaning tower of pizza. Pizza. <laughs> the, mo the movie that we talked about, the 2003 movie, mm -hmm. was one of the longest movies to win an award. Mm -hmm. In minutes, how long was the director's cut? Uh, director's cut, let's see, 120, let's see, 180. I'm going to say 198. Thank you. Good. We're good. Okay. Boy, oh boy. 
It was a tough one. He sure got me on one. They knew I well, but let's say three that he knew I wasn't going to have. A, I didn't answer a one. Shot I uh, I didn't even answer one. Ooh, We're really? going to have a discussion here. Oh no! Yeah, it's all right. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. Okay, let's get the answers. What famous professional wrestler and man of many catchphrases said, "To be the man, you got to beat the man." Uh, Riz, you said Macho Man. Moon, you said Hulk Hogan, and then changed it to Macho Man. And the correct answer is Ric Flair. Ah. Oh, I thought that was the obvious answer. <laughs> it was. <laughs> uh, okay, so what 2003 movie starring Orlando Bloom and Kate Blanchett won the 76th Oscar for Best Picture? Riz, you did not have an answer. Moon, you said Lord of the Rings. Oh, that is partially damn correct. It. Do we want to get specific? I'll, I'll leave it up to Jeff. All right, what's it? What's the question? So the movie is Lord of the Rings, okay. but all the Lord of the Rings were, there's like three of them. Right, right. They were Lord of the Rings something. I mean, it's do like we want Star him, Wars. Do we want him to be specific? I, to be I honest with you, no. I think he has to be, but you say no. So. I say no. But it's like saying Star Wars. Right. Is it though? Yes. Because if somebody says, what's your favorite movie? And you go, <laughs> Star Wars, there's nine of them to go by. Who was the guy in Speed 2 that wasn't in Speed Keanu 1? Keanu Reeves. No, in Speed 2. It was a different guy. Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper? So whatever, if you just say Speed, but you're looking for somebody who was in Speed 2, do you still give the answer? Or do you still get the correct answer? Is it no. still right? Okay, then I would say we're no. Not, we're not looking for a person. You already said yes. How I know, but you after change your mind? he said... I, Wishy-washy. It's like saying, I'm leaving it up to you guys. <laughs> die hard. Which right. one? Yeah. Okay, so you want me to be specific? Uh, are we going to give him the option to be specific right now? Okay, go. Oh, no. He said 2003? <laughs> yes. Go ahead. God darn. Oh, it's either Fellowship or Two Towers. Five, uh, four, three, two. Need an answer? Go. Return of the King. He's right. Oh! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Why did I agree to it? <laughs> Makes me so nervous. <laughs> He's right. Okay. Uh, what way back? Point Fest artist was top of the rock charts almost the entire summer in 1994. Riz, you said Collective Soul. Moon, you said Everclear. And then Collective Soul, and then Everclear, and then Collective Soul. <laughs> and you guys are both right. Oh, man. Everclear. Well, dude, that, that one, whatever year it was, Everclear had like two or three singles. They back said that was like 96. Yeah, and, and I started thinking about that, and I uh, was like, ah, was it pre-high school? Was, Ooh, was it, it Everything school? in the Afterglow? Was that, was, was that the name of the record? Yeah. I think so, yeah. No. Was that the woman that had Father of Mine and Everything Santa to Everyone Monica. and Santa Monica? Yeah. I, think so, I remember yeah. 94. 94 uh, was Collective Soul. High school. Shine. Yeah, I was doing Shine. All right, so what team won the 2018 NBA championship? You both said the Warriors. Oh. You both are correct. Oh, my goodness. That was a complete crapshoot. I, I first said the Cavaliers changed it to Warriors. They beat the Cavaliers. Yeah. I didn't know that. What Italian city is famous for its leaning tower? You both this said pizza. Garbage. You both won. Garbage. Moon gets the win. We are back to Off. That's a definite asterisk on that one. What? Oh, so, yeah. So how? Programming note, we'll probably be doing this tomorrow. Because now. I got no, a question. Here tomorrow. Because, oh, because I got a question down to the detail that you didn't even answer. Kayla? Yes. You hello. win. Yay! All right, hang on. I'm so happy. Hang on. What was the uh, the tiebreaker <laughs> question on. was congrats, uh, congrats, Kayla. The movie was one of the longest movies to win an award in minutes. How long was the director's cut? Riz, you said two hundred minutes. Moon, you said 198 minutes. The correct answer was two hundred and sixty-three minutes. Oh, I would have gotten that. That is so long. <laughs> wow, Peter Jackson had nothing to do that year. <laughs> Damn it, man, that's a bummer. Jeez. 
Hey guys, Jeff Burton for Victory Men's Health. VictoryMensHealth.com. If you are serious enough about your health to where you're still listening to this going, you know what? Maybe he's got something there. If you're serious enough about worrying about your testosterone levels or your vitamin D levels or any of your levels, go to where there's a doctor on staff. Not a strip mall, not a store where they're pushing pills at you. Oh, give me your email. I'll check and see not how you're doing, but when you need more. No, when you're serious about it, Go to Victory Men's Health. Start with VictoryMensHealth.com. Make yourself an appointment and be you again. Hey, it's Jeremy Piven here. Happy birthday, Riz. I'm really, really glad that you were born. All right, welcome back. A couple things for you. Uh, tickets for our Riz Show night at Swing Around Funtown, May 19th. That's a Sunday. Tickets go on sale Friday. 1057thepoint.com for all the details. Tickets are 15 bucks. Get you unlimited access to the go-karts and the bumper boats and vanity cages and the bumper cars, the mini golf, indoor playground. We'll be out there hanging out, giving away Point Fest tickets every 15 minutes. So the event is Sunday, May 19th, Riz Show Night at Swing Around Funtown. Tickets on sale Friday. And speaking of Point Fest tickets, tomorrow I will be out at St. Charles Community College starting at 4 o'clock for a Point Fest ticket blast. I'll be set up in the Social Sciences Building Auditorium. Ah, you're going to be at home there, aren't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, tomorrow, come say hi. St. Charles Community College, starting at 4 o'clock. All right, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by... Crushed Red, try new Cravables, another delicious Crushed Red option. So at 5.30 this morning, uh, classes were canceled at Francis Howell Central High School because somebody drove their Ford Flex right through the front doors of the building. And now we have a little more detail. It was a student. And they're saying he or she, most likely a he. I'm saying this is probably a he crime. At a high rate of speed. Male student. And uh, after crashing into the building, took off. Left the car, right? Yeah. They said this happened between 3 and 4 a.m. Spokesman said the individual driving was a male student who exited the vehicle, was later found, taken into custody. But it says that he was driving at a high rate of speed, which completely destroyed three glass double doors. Oh, yeah. If you see the damage, it is quite extensive. Said so the, uh, the vehicle turned once it was inside of the school. And then the what driver What are you thinking? Bounced. ACT tests were today? Correct. Oh, oh man. Wow. I'm telling you, I, told, I said this to Jeff. You know that this dude was like, when they were walking out yesterday, he had a bad day or just got detention. And he said, hey, Mark, I'll tell you what. I'm going to drive my car through the front door. No, you won't. No, you're not. No, you won't. He's not going to. Okay. Have you seen the damage yet, Moon? Oh, yeah. I saw it on the news. I hope it's it's something more related to that rather than something more sad. Yeah. Good point. Sad meaning? Um, I mean, I just... What what goes through your head? uh, an, An incident with someone I knew in high school that did not end up well. Yeah, my first thing is like a bullying situation or some, a, a situation with a teacher where they are not going the correct route on figuring things out. It just got too Bad choices said, were made here, Screw Jeff. this. I'm going to yeah, go hit yeah. the school as opposed to talking with someone about what their problem is. I hope he wasn't trying to hurt himself. You, you're, hoping, uh, you're hoping that, and, and in all respect, 
You're hoping that this was just a dummy. I hope it's a dummy that's trying to get out of a test. Yeah. You hope this was a dummy or somebody that was like, somebody's like, to hell with this. I'm leaving my mark on the school. Right. Not somebody trying to hurt themselves. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's. My mind didn't go there. Um, my, mind did not, my mind did not go there. Mine went to idiot. And, and I know, Jeff, you had mentioned this earlier, senior prank. That's what, That's yeah. what. I mean. Oh, no, no. My, I sadly went to instances that I know people used cars as weapons. Well, this, I mean, this was very early in the morning. Yeah. Way before anybody was at the school. Uh, uh, one of our buddies said that that door is nowhere near, like, the road. So it's not like you could have lost control and then, boom, like, this oh, was this right. on purpose. intentional. No matter what the reasoning, intentional. Uh, oh, oh! So he also says that he knows a student that goes to that school, and they said that he was doing donuts in the parking lot. Oh, so maybe. Well, I don't know, but the fact that ACT tests are today, today. Uh, coincidence? Coincidental. <laughs> coincidence? Yeah, as he was running away, he was like, "Oh, that was today." <laughs> <laughs> there was an officer-involved shooting at the Ladue Crossing Shopping Center yesterday afternoon, just after three o'clock. And according to police, a call went out. Interesting story here. A call went out for a disturbance after a shoplifting a shoplifting incident at the Schnooks, which is right there. They're saying shoplifting slash uh, assault, fight, something. Hmm. Strong arm robbery. Uh, either way, a, uh, a 33-year-old woman was out in the parking lot, the suspect, and she encountered a female officer. She told the officer that she was hurt. I guess hurt whatever scuffle there was. An ambulance was called. So in between the time the ambulance came and the officer talking to the suspect, I guess the officer then found out this is the person that's wanted for whatever we were called here for. Tried to take the woman into custody. The woman struggled. Resisted arrest. There was some kind of scuffle. The officer wound up shooting the woman. She was taken to the hospital in critical condition. Second, uh, second suspect, a man, ran from the scene. The female officer who shot the suspect is 37 years old, been with the Ledoux Police Force for 13 years. She's been put on paid administrative leave until they finish the investigation. But in a uh, statement put out by the Ledoux Police Department, this is the first known officer-involved shooting in the city of Ledoux. And if you have any any info, if you saw anything, call the St. Louis County Police Department or Crime Stompers. I believe they're still looking for the guy. Uh, Amazon is trying something new out. You know, we, we all know about the uh, the porch pirates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Amazon leaves a, leaves a box at the door, and next thing you know, it's gone. People see packages in front of the house, nobody's home, steal the stuff. Amazon trying to do something about that with the service called Key for Garage. It allows deliveries to be made inside somebody's garage. And I guess you could download an app, and if you have the proper technology already connected to your garage, uh, you could be eligible for this thing. I'm, I'm not sure what specifications are needed here, like what you need to have. It's key for garage. Key for garage. So, again, you're, you're maybe you have to order something from Amazon and, and hook it up to your garage, but St. Louis is one of the cities— that became available for the service starting yesterday. Oh, this this is essentially just like the Amazon Key program that debuted two years ago, where it, it gave people, it gave Amazon drivers a key that would let them go into their house. Yeah, but it's different with a front door than a garage. Key for Garage is very much a branch of the in-home delivery service. Yeah, but what what 
what technology do you have to have hooked up to your garage already? Homeowners will have to retrofit their garage with various connected contraptions unless they happen to already have them installed. So essentially, like me, like I have a a uh, garage door a Wi-Fi opener. garage door right. opener that I can open up for my phone, for my Apple Watch. Yes. I just, you will have to have something like that. Okay. Well, it's available now here in St. Louis. And by the way, speaking of Amazon, did you know uh, Kohl's? Kohl's announced yesterday that they're going to they're start accepting uh, returns of stuff bought on Amazon.com. I saw that. Kohl's will? Kohl's. At all their stores in July. Wow, nice. So if you want to return something from Amazon.com, just bring it to Kohl's. That's awesome. Can you get Kohl's cash for it? Uh, that would be huge. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't know this, but they've been doing this since 2017 but only at 100 of their over 1,000 stores. Most of the stores were in L.A., Chicago, and Milwaukee. Hmm. But they will accept returns for, for free and then package and send them to uh, Amazon return centers. Because if anybody knows that they can resell some roast beef-flavored uh, bath salts, <laughs> it's Coles. It's Coles. Yeah, because I have those to return. Roast beef-flavored <laughs> bath salts. That's right. I don't know flavor, but scented, yeah. Scented. I have roast beef bath salts. They're in the Why studio over Why on earth? There. Uh, they were for a gift, but I ended up finding something even funnier than that. Uh, so I have uh, uh, roast beef pastels. If anyone needs them before no. I get to Kohl's. Uh, follow up uh, to a story we had from yesterday. I told you about the woman caught on camera dumping a bag of uh, a bag full of puppies into a dumpster out in Coachella, California last week. Seven puppies in a sealed plastic bag. It was 90 degrees that day. Clear as day, you could see a Jeep pull up in this video, the surveillance video. Woman gets out, dumps the puppies, and then takes off. A homeless guy wound up finding the dogs, and uh, Animal Services has them now. And they're so small, these puppies, that they still need to be bottle-fed. Anyway, uh, 54-year-old Deborah Sue Colwell was arrested, charged with seven counts of felony animal cruelty. She was arrested at her house, where police found 38 other dogs. 38? Which all had to be impounded. The house, they're saying, was a disaster. The dogs are mainly small terrier mixes that range from, you know, adult to three months old. And the good news is that all those dogs, all 38, appear to be in good health, despite the conditions they were living in. It's crazy. Man. I mean, thank God. Oh, another, another update from a story we had yesterday. Uh, and we talked about this at the end of uh, yesterday's show. And there's a video to go along with this. On Easter Sunday out in Orlando, a guy dressed in a full bunny costume supposedly saw a man spit on a woman outside of a bar, and then the guy in the bunny costume just pounded this guy, mm -hmm. just proceeded to pummel him. The guy in the bunny suit was 20-year-old Antoine McDonald. And you know what? Antoine had the, had the bunny costume on, had his head covered, could have stayed anonymous. But instead, after that video went viral, he started an Instagram account. He talked to the local news. Oh, no. Here he is uh, on the local news. Here is Antoine. The guy was just basically, I don't know if he was bullying her or what. This is him talking about what happened. So then I see him spit on her, and she starts hitting him and everything. So I was just going in to break it up. But he kept hitting her, so then that's when I made it my problem to, you know, start hitting him as well. I didn't expect it to go that far. I was breaking up the fight. Yeah, he said he was protecting the woman because it's it's important not to disrespect people. Mm -hmm. That's really there he is cool, in his yeah. full bunny costume beating the crap out of this guy. Well, here's the follow-up. Uh, turns out Antoine is wanted in New Jersey and Florida for breaking into cars, 
a carjacking, and at least four violent armed robberies. Oh, my goodness. Those those are also not respectable things. And spitting on a 7-Eleven employee. Nice guy. Wow. Fantastic. Thanks, man. Thanks for all your help. What a dummy. You could have... Stayed anonymous. Should have just hopped I mean, not away. That, I'm glad you. I'm glad. I'm glad you. I'm glad. I'm glad you broke character. Yeah. Now, do you think that does Batman ever take off his mask? No. You think if that dude stays anonymous, like truly stays anonymous, you think his boys are like, oh, I know the Easter Bunny, you know, swinger. No. I know who that just don't is. Don't say anything. Just don't say anything. Easter Bunny swinger is a completely different guy, by the way, and he's <laughs> bummed that you're even talking about him. That's a he whole hates, different scene. You. The Easter Bunny Swinger hates you. Yeah, Just stay anonymous. I don't know yep. about that. You did your good deed. Now move along. Uh, remember the uh, the Powerball jackpot from back on uh, March 27th? Drawing was $768 million. $768 million. There was one winner. Winner in Wisconsin. And he has come forward. Came forward yesterday. 24-year-old Manuel Franco. Bought 10 bucks worth of quick pick tickets. Thought he'd uh, look through them all, but found one last ticket stuck to another. That was your winner. And he says he'd been worried about somebody stealing the ticket before coming forward yesterday. In Wisconsin, lottery winners legally cannot remain anonymous. What's the point of that? Why do they say you legally can't remain anonymous? Some states you you can mm. remain anonymous. Some I know, but why? Like, I what? don't know. That's weird. Like, I don't know. I guess they think that since you bought a lottery ticket, you deserve to know who won, or so we can use you for promotion for the lottery. Or maybe everything's just out in the open. Like, here's who won. We're not keeping the money. Yeah. Here is uh, Manuel talking. Twenty four years old. Damn. Around two p.m., I had left work and. Uh, I pretty much felt lucky, you know. It's, it's a weird lucky feeling. It's not natural, not normal at all. I, I honestly felt so lucky that I did look up at the camera, and I really wanted to wink at it because I, I just had that lucky feeling, and I think it was the third ticket. I did win $4, and I was super excited about that. All of a sudden, as I change hands, I see that last ticket come out. It was so attached to the other one, and I'm That's thinking, right. oh, my God, like, no way. And I see that second number, and my heart starts to, to pump, and it was amazing. My heart started racing, blood pumping. It, my blood felt warm. I screamed for about five or ten minutes. Yeah. I just really wanted to travel the world and, you know, stuff like that. I'm not a big guy that's going to go buy fancy stuff. Like, well, of course, I, I might go buy fancy stuff, but nothing, now like, you can. <laughs> nothing okay. too big. Man, by the way, he's the funniest guy in that neighborhood. Oh Everyone's going to laugh at oh, everything Everybody's he best says. friend. Oh, my God, you are the funniest. I've told he, you that uh, forever. You know that. I grabbed that bird and threw it on the ground. <laughs> you know that one time in seventh grade in math class when you... I don't know what he did for... Oh, yeah. He didn't say what he did for a living, but he uh, he quit the job two days after yeah. winning. Uh, he, oh, uh, he didn't give us two weeks. He gave two days. He opted oh, for the lump sum payment, which after taxes comes to, I mean, a paltry $326 million. And he quit his job? Quit his job. Oh, uh, the law is, and this is for 90% of the states that 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 demand that you come forward, is because they want to show that real people play. Yeah, that's right. Everything's on the up and up. Look at there. Uh, so what's he going to do now? He says, uh, whatever the F I want to do. <laughs> Actually, he says, I'm going to take off somewhere and honestly just take my time with, with it. Think it over. Do whatever you want. I think I'm going to stay right here in where, Wisconsin? <laughs> Wherever, Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to buy Wisconsin. 24 years old. 
That's it. That's it. Things are done for him. Done. He never has to do anything never. ever again. He can do whatever he wants. Get an expensive hobby. Travel the world. Whatever he wants. What if he's really into, like, model trains? He's going to own Lionel. Hmm. He could. Good for him. Uh, this is a... Uh, we go from that nice story to this is a terrible way to go. And if you would, Patrico, get at the horrible ways to die list. You got it. A worker at a processing plant in Pennsylvania died after falling into a meat grinder on oh. Monday. Oh, oh no. Gosh. Is it Friday? Man. Yep. This was at the Economy Locker Storage Company in Muncie Township, Pennsylvania. 35-year-old uh, woman. Apparently, she was standing on a set of stairs with wheels. She was reaching for something uh, in the grinder and about six feet off the ground. I guess she fell off the ladder right in. Oh, my goodness. Another employee at the plant found the woman. OSHA is investigating. Yeah. Horrible ways to die list is uh -huh. being ground up in meat grinder on there. Nope. It is now. Really? It is not. Wow. I'm, I'm typing in, like, machinery, machine, fall into, none grinder? of grinder? Grinders remember, it's not, ER. Grinder's not, not listed as well. I'm going to vote we put that up there. That's yeah. got to be. We got to put that on the list. Especially leg first. You know, oh, legs God. first. I'm thinking if she fell off the ladder, oh, man, I don't. Are you going head first? Maybe sideways? Oh, God. Oh, oh yeah, your arm. Probably uh, to brace yourself from. Oh, uh, horrible. <sighs> that first finger goes. You're oh, just like, oh, horrible. That's got to be. I, wouldn't you think that may be top 10? Yes. Top 10? Do you want to know what the top 10 is? Top 10 <laughs> Slow most meat. horrible ways to die. Okay. Slow no meat grinders. Number 10, beaten to death. Oh, it's, okay. The number nine. is way worse. You think so? Because being beaten to death, it's, it's more that's slow. Way, that's Take way slower. Slower. Mm. And if you fall head first into a meat grinder, then it's over relatively Okay, quickly. so 10 is being beaten to death. Yep, number nine is dragged behind a car. That's pretty bad. Yeah, because you get all that exhaust in your face. <laughs> Number eight, suffocation. No breathing. No breathing. Number seven, drawn and quartered. Is, should meat grinder be ahead of any of these? <sighs> Man. Number six, execution by burning. Um, you know, I've heard that's not that bad. Number five, <laughs> <Get outta> here. <laughs> drowning. <laughs> Number four, crucifixion. Okay, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, wait, 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 real quick before you go on. Suffocation should be after meat grinder. Number three, buried alive. Number two, burned alive. Number one, slow dismemberment. Meat grinder's sort of it's under just, the slow dismemberment. It's just a little bit faster dismemberment. Yeah, well, I think meat grinder should be top ten. I agree. What's number eleven? Number eleven. I think there's some that are in the top thirty that need to be top ten. Uh, number eleven is pale impalement. Oh, oh, God. I. Here I'll fly through. I'll fly through to twenty. Let me fly through till twenty. Starvation, shark attack, murdered by your own children, flaying at fifteen, slowly burned to death by acid at sixteen, cancer at seventeen, attacked by a bear at eighteen, torture of any kind at nineteen, and the brazen bull at twenty. Brazen bull is bad. Uh, I think I'd rather be attacked by a bear. Remember what the brazen bull is? It's that big iron bull yeah, they hollowed did, out. They, and you, they, they cook put you, you in the middle. Yep. And like, uh, they cook the bottom cook of it. 33 is crushed by a helicopter. Okay. Again, oh, okay. So, I so 35, the, I would the say, is grinder. the closest to what we just talked about. Number 35 is wood chipper. 
Yeah. I think wood chipper should be higher on the list. Ooh, number 38. I always never want to say it. See, I feel like the meat grinder, the crushing, is oh. is far worse than the uh, than the, the chipping. Number 38 is colon perforated by a horse. Mm. <laughs> you die that way? Wow. Just kidding. How does Being crushed horse... by a helicopter is oddly specific. Yeah. and I, I 66, think is also, 66 is also pretty bad. Slowly ran over by a tank feet first. That's the same as a meat grinder, essentially. Except for... You just smashed. Number 79 is swallowing a bunch of glass. (laughs) Number 83 is also oddly specific. Being three to five miles away from a nuclear explosion, then you melt, burn, lose consciousness, and burn up even more. Oh, boy. Ooh, number 88, uncontrollable laughter. Dying from laughter? Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. Huh. Uh, well, meat grinder needs to be on that list somewhere. Yeah. Uh, you know, it sucks getting a parking ticket, uh, especially when you realize you got it because the officer chalked your tires. You ever have that happen? I used to do no. that down at our old uh, mm-hmm. parking lot. Like if you just come earlier and moved your car three inches forward, it would have would have hit in the chalk and saved your ticket. Yeah, there was a couple of two hour parking spots at our old building. I have a line on my t- on my tires from a from a chalking job. Hmm. Yeah, the guys in the uh, the the meter. Officers would come in the little cart and right now, I parked somewhere and my tires were chalked. I mean, like recently. Yeah. Oh wow. I thought it came off right after you started driving. That's what I thought too. We had a couple of dry days. Did you drive through a sidewalk chalk party? Maybe. <laughs> Not maybe. <laughs> maybe my kid did. What color is it? Like yeah, blue or green? It's or like something it's fun? like yellow, maybe yellowish or white. Maybe that's the new key. Maybe my kid did it. I don't know. Anyway. It looks like Nemo. But you see, you know, you see them come by in the little cart with the with the chalk at the end of a stick, mm-hmm. and they chalk the tire. Well, uh, here's something you probably didn't realize: when they chalked your tires, they weren't just planning to give you a ticket; they were violating your constitutional rights. Because the U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in Cincinnati just ruled that when a parking officer puts a chalk mark on your tires, it violates the Fourth Amendment, which prohibits. Unreasonable searches and seizures. And a judge wrote, quote, the city, uh, the city commences its search on vehicles that are parked legally without probable cause or even so much as individualized suspicion of wrongdoing. The touchstone of the reasonable standard. They made the ruling after a woman in Saginaw, Michigan, sued the city for violating her rights by chalking her tires. So now the suit goes back to a district court in Michigan. So does this mean that the, the end of chalking of tires? Well, now there's legal precedent that could make cities think twice about it. But it probably means they'll just figure out a different way to enforce parking limits. Yeah. So, Like hmm. maybe taking a picture of your tire instead. So the whole thing is you're touching my stuff. That's weird. You're marking on it. Whatever. Yeah, it's an interesting gray area because I can see arguments for both sides. I mean, that's a nice, cute little loop, loophole, I yes. suppose. That does make sense. But have you ever seen it being done? Oh, yeah, it's happened to me. Mm-hmm. I've never got a ticket, but I've come out and seen the chalk line. Well, have you ever seen a, a, a parking officer actually do it? Oh, probably. I don't know. I saw somebody on a cart Yeah. with a, with a, with a big wooden stick. At the end of the stick was chalk on the tire. Mm-hmm. They said that, too, when they did it. Uh, Walgreens announced they're going uh, to raise the minimum age to buy tobacco products at 21. They did this yesterday. They announced it. They announced... Uh, this after the U.S. Food and Drug Administration really putting pressures on on businesses to keep tobacco out of the hands of young people. So the new policy will go into effect on September 1st. 
Federally, the legal age to buy tobacco is 18. But now Walgreens, 21 starting in September. Why wait? Why, why did it say now? Yeah. Like, what do they have to plan out? You think there's going to be anybody that tries to sue them for this? No, because federally, it's still 18. A business could say, I'll, I'll, I'll do, want to do what I want. Right, CBS, I, I, I didn't say bright people. CBS stores stopped all tobacco sales back in 2014. They're not even doing it. Speaking of cigarettes, Philip Morris became a multi-billion dollar company by killing people with cigarettes. And now it seems they've decided there might also be money in not killing people. So they just announced a new life insurance business. And their company will offer discounts to people who quit smoking or who switch from cigarettes to vaping. For now, they're just launching their insurance company in the UK, but they're planning to expand to more countries soon. Smart? Uh, smart? Diabolical? What is it? I guess it's smart because it, if I'm, I'm assuming the industry is going away slowly. I guess so. So why not, why not jump now? I've uh, been hearing a lot about the measles lately. These measles outbreaks. And by the way, measles were supposedly eradicated back uh, in the early 2000s. Not anymore. The number of measles cases in the U.S. this year has uh, now risen to 626 in 22 states with 71 more cases reported last week. The increase is now being driven largely by outbreaks in New York, mainly in New York City and nearby Rockland County, which is one of the suburbs, which I, where I went to high school there, with the 68, 68 of last week's cases in New York State alone. Most of the New York cases have been unvaccinated people in the Orthodox Jewish community. So the U.S. cases are now the most since 2014. So this, this is a bad thing, especially if you're uh, if you can't get vaccinated because of uh, immune problems, immunity problems. And now you're putting people like that at risk right. or, or babies. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, in the last five months, two strains of the flu have spread across the country, creating the longest flu season in the United States in 10 years. So the current season has lasted for 21 weeks, causing nearly 18,000 hospitalizations and 91 deaths so far. So this year's flu season started around Thanksgiving. In February, a second, more potent strain of the virus took over, leading to more people getting sick, more people going to the hospital. Before this season, the longest flu season happened in 2014 and 2015. What, how do they consider it a flu season? X amount of cases continually be reported or do, what? And nobody here Assuming? got the flu, right? Uh, I, no. The last time I got it really badly, I think, didn't, didn't we all You get got it? the flu. I got it last year. I did win. You got the flu earlier this year, remember? You came into work. This year? Three yeah, days. Yeah. And Riz tried to send you to urgent care. You came the in whole and you were a disaster. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was a, I remember the fever. But you were was so that was bad. this year. Yeah, you definitely had the flu. That was this year? You, you, yeah, yeah. That was like a good month and a half. Yeah, yeah. That was at, I don't remember that. at the very latest, that was the end of February. Um, what was the year that, was that the, the 14, 15 year they're talking about? Was that the one that all of us got it or almost all of us? I got it last year. Remember that one year though, and we all we we all got the shot, but it was that one year that they said right after everybody oh, got yeah. the shot that, hey, sorry, shot, this is shot new is worthless. Uh, yeah, there's a new strain that's just wrecking in the, people. In the past 10 years, I've gotten a flu shot once, and it's the sickest I've ever been. Was it that? I think it was that. I same believe year. it was. But that was a year that they came out afterwards and said, "Hey, we developed this flu shot eight months ago. This new strain has nothing. We got nothing." Well, on. this year was two strains that made made people sick. And finally, and I knew it. And I've been yelling about this for years. I knew it. 
the ball pits at places like Chuck E. Cheese, McDonald's, they're just as filthy as I've been saying. Who thought anything different, though? Like, who thought they were Did clean? anybody argue with me? I don't know. but I, I don't think so. A study found uh, ball pits were just crawling with microbes, including some pretty dangerous ones. Researchers identified a total of 31 bacterial species and uh, one species of yeast. That was my fault. Sorry. Including the specific germs responsible for types of pink eye and urinary tract infections and bloodstream infections and even a heart inflammation. So if your kid is immune compromised, think about that before you send the kid into the ball pit. Now, with that being said, one of the doctors from the study said, if the kids are healthy, let them go and play. It may help, it may help actually build their immune system up. Foam pits are becoming more popular in some places. They're getting rid of the balls. Foam pits? Foam. Oh, really? Something yeah. that's porous like that? No, thanks. Now at those like jump places, mm-hmm. now it's like the foam pits. Oh, maybe maybe it's just not the foam. Maybe they're covered in some sort of not vinyl, but you know what I mean. No, something. it's it's straight up it's foam. It's just straight up. Hmm. Yeah, the big the big cubes. The yeah. big foam cubes. They're so awesome. Depending on the the, uh, I guess the hardness of the of the foam, it looks so attractive. You want to flip yourself into it. You want to throw yourself into it. And as soon as you get in. You're, like, struggling to get out. You're like, this was a terrible decision. <laughs> you really feel your age. Yeah, dude. Oh, great. You get tired in, like, You really feel steps. your age. You go, I guess I'm 40, yes. I'm trying to get out of this foam pit. Yeah, you're like, if only I weighed 60 pounds, this Contemplating calling for help. Just just that story makes me think of this uh, Kevin Hart bit. I'm so protective of my kids, though. I really am. I don't even like taking my kids out that much no more. I get into arguments with the other kids. I, don't, I think kids play too rough. I do. Me and this boy got into it at Chuck E. Cheese. It wasn't... <laughs> It wasn't a fight, it was an altercation. We got to a little altercation because my baby was in the balls, he was throwing the balls at my daughter's head. He throwing the balls, hit my daughter right in the head. Bye. My daughter's so damn stupid, she thought it was a game. She playing. <laughs> She's like, Daddy, look. <laughs> so I'm getting mad, I'm like, throw a ball back. I look at my son, he's just looking at the I was mad at the way my family looked as a unit. Like, we didn't, we didn't look good as a unit, man. Like, my daughter, she's taking balls to the face. My son shaking his head and slobbering. I'm small. We look like a circus act. <laughs> Let me tell you about my insurance agent, the number one Allstate insurance agent in the St. Louis metropolitan area. That is Tracy Bibb. Everybody needs insurance. Everybody wants a good deal. And this is why you need to call Tracy to get that no obligation quote. And when you make the switch, maybe she could save you a couple hundred bucks off your premiums every year. Not going to know until you call her. 314-352-4494. 314-352-4494. Or text quote to 65780. We'll send you all her info. Tracy Bibb, Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? The Brazuto Show on 105.7 The Point. We're looking at the... The pictures from uh, Francis uh, Francis Howell Central High School and whoever that student was that drove that car through the front doors. Wow, the damage caused. Are you talking about the, the new photo that's like you know, looking directly inside oh, the school? Yeah. yeah. It's not just the doors that were damaged. I mean, it was a Ford Flex that went right through the place. Um, it took the damn doors off the hinges. Yeah, it's crazy. You can see, like, rip the ceiling. The and ceiling. They, they swear up and down that it's going to be fixed and school will be open tomorrow. Well, yeah. You know, they so they're just going to quarantine. Up, yeah. They got to move classes around. Get her done. You know, talking about uh, how disgusting those ball pits are. I told you. I've been telling you for years. 
You get pink eye. You want some pink eye? Nope. You want your kid to get some pink eye? No, pass. Send him right in the ball pit. But you know what? I put, I put the hand sanitizer on after. Should be fine. Yeah, it should be fine. Or... And now, and now. Rizzuto's Week in Paranoia. Or will it be fine? Paranoia. Because, you know, hand sanitizer been in stores since the late 80s. Actually, a nurse in California came up with it in the uh, 60s, and Purell started selling the hand sanitizer back in 1988. So you've probably been using the hand sanitizer for decades, but it's possible you've been doing it wrong the entire time. If you just put a dab or two on your hands and rub it around for a few seconds, then yes, you're, you're doing it wrong. Because it should take longer than that. To kill all the bacteria on your hands, you have to put sanitizer on, then rub them together vigorously until they're totally dry. And Jeff, you know vigorously. Yes, I do. Start fires. It should take at least 15 seconds. So if you go, okay, put a little dab or, dab or two on there, and I'm going to let them air dry. <laughs> you're going to die. You're going to die, and you're going to kill everybody, too. <laughs> if it takes less than 15 seconds, you didn't use enough, and it won't kill all the bacteria. The, uh, the World Health Organization, or the WHO, or WHO, yeah. <laughs> they say rub it in for at least 20 to 30 seconds. But a new study just found 15 seconds is, that's all right. So the next time you use hand sanitizer, take an extra five or ten seconds. Do it right. Apparently, guys, mm -hmm. makes a big difference. Mm -hmm. Okay? Just now you know. Speaking of washing hands, even if you're not a germaphobe, hearing the, the results of this survey might make you one. Uh, I think it was BuzzFeed asking people if they washed their hands before, after, or neither for a bunch of different activities that deserve some amount of cleanliness. And here's what they found. Ready? And the numbers add up to over 100% a couple times because some people wash before and after. But So pooping. Heard of it. Do you <laughs> wash your hands before or after these activities? After. Or after this activity. After. Pooping? After. After. 96% said after. I do after, but I wait about 45 minutes. I do it <laughs> after and during. <laughs> 96% say yes, they do wash their hands after pooping. 3% before, 3% neither. If you clean the toilet, do you wash your hands after? Yes. 96% said yes, they clean the toilets, then you, wash their hands after. I, I was I'm trying to think. I think when I clean anything I do, just because I've got the soap and stuff on my hands where I'm like, and then, then I just clean you're it. around it. I mean, yeah. yeah. There's a I reason think, why thinking, you're cleaning thinking, it. I, I think that's even when the, the counter, the sink, anything, if I get any type of soap on my hands, I'm like, I don't want it. Whatever I just clean this with, I know I'm supposed to be using antibacteria and all this stuff. I'm, I'm not putting that in my mouth. Do you wash your hands before or after cooking? Uh, Both. Both. During. Depending on what you're handling. 93% yeah. before, 86% after, 3% neither. Don't eat it at their houses. <laughs> Can I get their addresses? Okay. Urinating. While cooking, I probably wash my hands five or six times. Yeah, easy, right? Anytime something oh, yeah. weird gets on it, I'm like, well, especially, you know, chicken or yeah. any kind of uh, raw meat. Uh, urinating? After. After. Which is funny because you probably should do it before. Yeah, because you're touching. Mm -hmm. You're touching, you're dangling, area. right? Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I used to work with a guy who used to watch his, watch his hands before. Oh, we know somebody that does it. And, but not after. Yeah. Oh, we don't know oh, anybody that does that. We don't it. know that guy, yeah. Wow. He goes, well, I'm not getting any on myself, and this is the cleanest thing I'm part, you know, cleanest part of my body. It makes sense, but it's gross. Yeah. 87% yes after, 4% before, 12% neither. Taking out the trash. Do you wash your hands after taking out the trash? Absolutely. For sure. 78% of us do. I, I don't think I've thought of that. I believe I do, but I can't give you a for sure answer. Anytime I lift the garbage lid. Yeah, it's the garbage lid for me. It's anytime not the I lift the garbage liner, lid. Really, it's the garbage lid. Yeah, I guess I never thought of that. You should. Well, I will, I will now. now, yeah. Because, I, I mean, I'm p- pretty particular about the bag itself. I, I touch just the the outside of the rim, close it up, and then hold it like this. Then, I don't know how they pick up your garbage. Is, is it a garbage truck with the, with the arms and they, they dump it in? Truth, I haven't seen it. I don't know. I'm not sure. Because I don't know who's handling the garbage cans after I put it out. Right. But I'm washing my hands. That's a great... Great point. Never thought of it. 78% of us do wash their hands after taking out the trash. 1% before. I don't know why you would before. 22% neither. Taking public transportation. I I very rarely do. I mean, I probably have. I should every time, but when I think about it, I do. Yeah. Especially touching handrails. Yeah. Especially yeah, any touching public, handrail. Yeah, any public transportation where you got the pole or the whatever that you hold on to, you know, like on the metro, whether it's the bus or the link. It's a lot of hands have been on that. You know, when my Lots. kids, you know, like on, on, you know, public stairs or whatever, or even like a railing of some kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they run their hands. I'm like, don't do that. Yeah. I always yell at them, don't do it. You I'll don't think, know who touched that. I'll think of it then. I you're rubbing your hands like you're... There was, You're sliding your hand down something that, oh, who t- who knows who touched this thing? There was one of those old-time, way-back-in-the-day um, uh, prank you know, TV shows. Like, ooh, let's have a camera hidden somewhere while we prank the general public. And there was one where they were at a mall, and it was an escalator where you have you put your hand on that, you know, the, the black rubber yes. that you hold on to. Mm-hmm. And they put, like, soup or something creamy or something on that black hand, oh. really. And just sat a camera there all day, and people just walk around and put their hand up, like ah, and just that's what my kids would do. Up. They'd run down an escalator and and have their run their hand oh, down the yeah. whole thing. Oh, do you think about that kind of stuff? I don't. Oh, sometimes don't touch it or mi- touch it minimally. And I mean, people are touching it eighty nine percent of the time, and the world isn't sick, so it's not that big of a deal. But man, it's like the ball when I think of it, I definitely don't touch it. They're trying to up their immune system. That's all. Yeah. 61% say yes after taking public, uh, public transportation. They do wash their hands. 4% before. Again, why? 38% neither. Having sex. Wash your hands after? Uh, yes, actually. I, I, I think sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. I'd say 90%. I'd say most of the time I do. Not you, Scott? 100%. His is 0%. Yeah. Oh. Scott's is 0%. Uh, 56% yes after sex they wash their hands 31% before which is polite <laughs> 42% nope neither how about uh, after putting your hands down your pants and scratching uh, it depends no. on wh- it depends on the vicinity of a uh, of a little hand sanitizer of, uh, of a sink Yeah. 9 times out of 10 no 25% say yes they do after 2% before 
Forty percent neither. Thirty-five percent say they don't scratch themselves like I that. Was so, just, I was really, I was honestly going to ask, when was the last time you really actually stuck your hand down in your pants and scratched? It would have to be a day. every day, almost. Really, every day, huh? Yeah, it's it's like a habit thing. Like I don't do it because it itches. Like, <laughs> I, and and it's just one of those things where I'll be sitting on the couch and all of a sudden I'll be like, why am I doing this? Oh, no, but so you're we're talking in your pants though. Yeah. Like you'll do the reach down. Yeah. Like underwear, under the underwear and everything, like skin on skin. Sometimes underwear, sometimes not. You know, you it's just less surprising. Hands in your pants. It's yeah. less surprising that he does that and more surprising that you're concerned with him doing that. No, I, so I, you, I just, you're surprised. Yeah, I am surprised. Jeff, of all, I, you I, of I, all I know people. I know it's a whole thing. You of all, I know it's a whole <laughs> thing of, oh, yeah, a guy reached out and scratched himself, but normally it's over the pants, so why would you have to hand sanitize? You know what I'm saying? They say in the pants. Hmm. All right. My uh, that reminds me. My brother was famous, and he's gonna be so angry. But when he was like a kid in like little league, he was always famous, getting caught on the bases, scratching and himself. Down his pants. <laughs> Just always scratching himself. Hear that, Clark? Yeah, there he is again, Clark. <laughs> Stop it! Like I, second I, base. I, I'm, t- I'm telling you, like I mean, it is it is <laughs> it is something that I don't even I don't even do it on purpose. Like I don't even think about it. And my wife yells at me. And she goes, "You got an itch?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, not no." Oh, it's a bad habit, huh? Yeah. Just oh. saying hello to your best friend. Yeah. And it's not like I'm there, like, you know, it's not like I'm there, like, like itching. It's just like I go down there and, like, I might I might give it a little itch, and then it just, I just watch TV. Like, hey, there I am. But so there's not, an actual, there's not an actual itch. It's just a hand. No. It's just a hand, and it's a comfort thing, probably. I guess so. I don't know. Or do you keep your wallet down there or anything? Keep no, I just snacks. like to make sure that they're there. Please <laughs> change. Snacks. The man's taking everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Still got him. The Rizzuto Show. I believe our buddy uh, Chef Will Pelly's hanging out outside, right? He's coming in. Showing up. Oh, my goodness. There's food out there. Yeah, he's got a new taco place opening up. It's weird because he brought spaghetti. I don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) No, we love Chef Will. He's helped us out with a bunch of different things. Yeah, we all love Chef Will. Uh, One of the uh, real or fake punishments where Chef Will had to create a disgusting meal for Tony. We love him so much. (laughs) You lost, man. Tony threw up so hard that he actually, did you crack a rib? cracked a rib, yeah. (laughs) I forgot about that. And by no means is this a disgusting thing that Chef Will has. No. Remember when he I've tried to me the... into eating balut? Bal- oh, yeah. Bal- I've had some of his amazing food, and it is amazing. I've had some of his other food, and it's other. Well, I mean, they're delicacies in other countries. Yeah. Like something that you may not be used to. I mean, mealworms, I guess, uh, you know. Huge in Joplin. Riz. In Joplin, Missouri, <laughs> yes. Last time I checked my watch. It's America, yeah. Still said America. Here's sports. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. Uh, Don't screw this up, fatty. Uh, Sports brought to you by our friends at West County Auto Body, the best auto body repair facility in the country. Blues found out when their round two action gets started. They start the series against Dallas Stars tomorrow night at Enterprise Center. Puck drop at 1.30 a.m. Might as well be. 8.45 p.m. is when puck drop will be. Uh, Technically, 8.30 game start. That means game two is going to be Saturday. Full schedule released sometime today, probably tonight, late tonight, actually. To be honest with you, I'd rather 1.30 because this way I'm up at 2.30. Great point. Watch the game. (laughs) I'm I'm getting ready for work. Uh, (laughs) Game two will start on Saturday right after game one ends. Home games uh, for round two are tomorrow, Saturday. Game five next Friday. Game seven the following Tuesday, if necessary. Uh, The regular season record between the two teams in favor of the Stars. They won three out of four meetings between the two teams. Yeah, most of those games were before the streak, right? Correct. There was one after, and and the Stars did get the win, but I think it was like four to three. Ah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Boston Brewers punched their ticket into the next round with an ass kicking of the Maple Leafs 5-1 to one last night. Boston, they take it in the Blue Jackets in round two. Golden Knights and Sharks need a little extra hockey to decide the winner of their game seven. Sharks at one point in the third were down three to nothing. Then they rallied back after a five-minute major believe this? game misconduct penalty. The, the Sharks scored four power play goals in four minutes. They took the four to three lead. The Knights then three nothing. Three nothing. They scored four power play goals in four minutes. Again, took the four to three lead. Then, with less than a minute to go, the Sharks or the the Knights scored, tied it up, went into overtime, and then this happened. Pass picked off and centerized by Eric Carlson. In he comes, front to the head, good right along. It. That's I all. Hate the Sharks. I don't know Stop if I can it. watch that series with the music Stop in the background. It. So that is the game winner. I that is the series winner. Hate the Sharks. What was? Do you know what the call was on? Because so, Vegas is saying that it was a bunch of BS. It was a BS call. Well, I, the my season opinion. was wrong. So we so we we watched it. So basically, it's a face off. The face off is won by the Knights or by the Sharks. There's a bit of a cross check by the center. Then the winger, as the guy is on his way down, kind of gives him an extra shove. And he hit his head. Pavelski hit his head on the ice, and it split him open, and he bled immediately but all it, over the place. Oh, but yeah, it looked like right he there. was off balance. He was and, off balance. And the skater was, and, and who hit him. Kind of was get him already, out of the way. Was already skating forward. Yeah, it like, wasn't like, a, I'm going to drive this guy to the ground. It was like, get out of here. Like, get out of my way. Oh, it was Cody Eakin. Okay. And he got a five-minute five major game misconduct, and... Yeah, I post mean, the video because it, you got to see it. Truly a game changer. I mean, it went from three, three to nothing, nothing to four to three in four minutes. It was insane. And remember, San Jose, that's where that beat writer works, who is originally from Winnipeg, Winnipeg who did that whole Bennington with bad tweets thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah former tweets. Mm -hmm. Former tweets, past tweets. So the only remaining game seven wraps up tonight. Hurricanes and Capitals meet in Washington at 630 game time. Cardinals got a solid performance from Danielle Ponce de Leon yesterday after he struck out seven, only allowed one run in five innings of work. Brewers still went deep three times against Cardinals pitching, but it wasn't enough. Cardinals won four to three. Paul DeYoung homered in the win. Adam Wainwright gets a start today. Uh, Cards of Brewers wrap things up. Uh, if it's not postponed or delayed, first pitch scheduled for 12-15. Yeah, Jeff's watching it. What do, what do you think? Uh, that's rough. Man, it's tough because the initial hit from Eakin, the center, his arms are completely extended. That's a which cross is check. a cross check. Yeah, but, okay, it, but then that's a cross check. That's, that's, not, the guy that's not, not the penalty. Then the other guy hits him. Because the other guy's the guy that got the penalty, right? Until contact, he falls to the ground and starts bleeding, man. Ah, who's minutes. the one that got the penalty? It wasn't Eakin, right? It was the other guy. It was the winger, right? Because he's with got the, the full face the mask. The guy with the full face mask, yeah. Yeah. Uh, more on the sex, sexual assault allegations that are being brought on by King, uh, two Kings head coach, Luke Walton. Uh, the former sports reporter, Kelly Tennant, she said in a news conference yesterday, she thought that he was going to rape her. She said that she uh, gone to his hotel room to give him a copy of her book that he wrote the foreword to. And uh, when she got to the room, she said that he said, quote, or she said, quote, out of nowhere, he got on top of me, pinned me down to the bed, held my arms down with all of his weight, kissed my neck. When she said, get off me, he started laughing. And then he grabbed her again before she left, kissed her ears, kissed her neck, and then uh, said, good to see you. She told several people, but she never filed charges. 
back in 2014 when this all happened. She explained that she was scared, felt that coming forward would jeopardize every aspect of her life. Walton's attorney said that the claims are baseless and said that Tennant is the, an opportunist and not a victim. So we'll see what happens the, there. Uh, the penalty was called on Cody Eakin. Okay, so it was it's for the cross check. The and it's, uh, it also says here that they didn't blow the whistle until they saw that he was badly hurt, which doesn't make sense. Yeah, because you they had the whistle, control the puck. And then if he's badly hurt, that's when you add on the minutes. You blow the whistle because you saw somebody get, get penalized. Yeah. People are calling for the refs to be disciplined and to replay the game. Get out of here. You're not, they're not going to replay the game. The refs we already went through this with the uh, with the Rams and the Saints. Oh, that's all I saw this morning was, oh, crazy that the NHL hired the NFL refs. The uh, supervisor said they called a cross-checking penalty for an infraction that caused a significant injury in their judgment of the infraction, and it resulted merit. Uh, its result merit, uh, merited a major penalty. And then you gave up four goals. Yeah. Like I, I mean, there's I, also I, that. Yeah, I mean, I understand also arguing a, a call, but don't forget four They give up four goals. I mean, they were down a man. I and, get it, and, but that's pretty gnarly. I, I know. Uh, over in the NBA playoffs, the Raptors eliminated the Magic last night. Four games at one. 76ers beat the Nets with the win in that series, 4-1. to one. Uh, The Trail Blazers eliminated 4-1 to one after a buzzer beater. And the Nuggets beat the Spurs to bring that series three games to two. Miguel Cabrera, okay? I don't know if you know the whole story with him. He had a second family. He had a mistress and two kids. What? A complete second family. He would, so like if he played in Detroit, his family lived in Miami. If he had a game in L.A., one game he would fly his family in. The next game he would fly his second family. Oh my god! Who's got the time? For Just that? a disaster. Well, Who's guess got what? The time to keep track of all that. Guess oh, what? That kind of energy. The mistress said that her kids with him should be given equal treatment as his kids with his wife, uh, well, and a judge has ruled that she is correct. She's right. That listen, his kid, they're his kids too. Listen yeah. to what he has to pay. $20,000 a month in unallocated child support, which means she could spend it however she wants. $20,000 a month on child support for, for specifics like private schooling, health care, extracurricular activity, and medicine. He has to pay the mortgage off of the woman's $1 million house by July 1st. He has to provide the children unblocked annual passes to Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, and the Science Center. Why does he have to pay off the entire house? He has to maintain a $5 million life insurance policy to benefit both kids until the youngest is 18. He has to pay the woman $90,000 in unpaid child support by May 1st, and he has to pay the woman's attorney fees of $51,000. Okay. Damn. Good luck. She's really cute, though. And finally, a former Major League Baseball player, uh, Eric Burns, he set a world record by playing 420 holes of golf in 24 hours. Wow. It's unbelievable. Uh, he basically sprinted through absol absolutely everything. He began playing Monday at 7 a.m. and played his final hole at 531 on Tuesday, 402 holes. And uh, by the way, he shot, uh, and then he added 18 holes additional that he played at regular speed. Uh -huh. That took him 89 minutes. So he finished with 420 holes of golf in 24 hours. And his... Uh Score. I don't even know if they kept score. <laughs> they said he would literally run to the ball, hit off the tee, drive it, sprint to the ball, and hit it. That's He's an fun. endurance athlete now, so he could do fun. it. Uh, I'm Patrico. That's your sports brought to you by Amco Ranger Pest Control, protecting people and property from pests since 1965. Boom goes the dynamite. There was Uno So headline. Yes, Jeff. Golden back to going back to the Golden Knights. Even worse for them, they were up three to one in the series as well. By the way, yeah, lost all those games in a row. So it didn't just come down. It didn't. Ju it wasn't just because still that. sucks. But yeah. 
All right, Head- bear down, folks. Headline Who's brought to you by Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. All right, let's go to Munson, Pennsylvania. So on Monday, 31-year-old Matthew Brubaker, 34-year-old Mark Mizanoff, and 41-year-old Terry Wallace, each sentenced to 20 to 41 years of prison for sexually assaulting nine horses, a cow, a goat, and an unspecified number of dogs over the past five years. And a partridge in a pear tree. You know, it's a good headline news story. I mean, not good, good, very, very loose terms there. When everybody just kind of goes, it just freezes you. Nine horses, a cow, a goat, and an unspecified number of dogs over the past five years. I'll go back to what you said before. Who's got time for that? These monsters had a teenage boy restrain the animals while the three did their things. If you're wondering, the local news down there in Munson reports that all the animals were female. Wow. That was actually in the story. It ain't gay. So it said, it made it a that point all to say. the animals were female. One can only imagine how these three will be treated in prison. What state was this? Munson what? Munson, Pennsylvania. The animals were placed in the care of the Pennsylvania Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. So there you go. From Munson, Pennsylvania, these three. No doubt. Today's Headline Hoosh. Thanks, Thanks for listening to my friends on The Rizzuto Show. In the morning. And Donna Fandango. In the afternoon and all your favorite Garth songs all day long. Now that's a great combination. They got Garth Brooks. So great. Yeah, what a nice guy. Hung out with us for those hours. Just to cut those promos for us. Uh, Welcome back. 314 6 Walker, 314 692 5537. Cameras in chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz on the socials. Hit us up at RIZZ Show. Emails Riz Show, 1057thepoint.com. And we have our good buddy, Mr. Uh, Will Pelly, Chef Will Pelly. And you got something new. Yeah. You got a new endeavor. Will Pelly is a, is, a, is a good friend of the show. Has helped us out a whole lot. Help, hurt, whatever. Help, hurt. Oh, I mean, we've he discussed. Was, he was the guy that cooked uh, Patrico that meal after losing the real or fake punishment. He legit injured me. Yeah. Well. He threw up so hard he cracked a rib. Yep. And wh- what did you serve him? Fish eyeballs. Mm-hmm. Blood. Mm-hmm. It was blood pudding. Yeah, blood pudding. Which actually was not that bad. No, it wasn't. No. But that was against the rules, but still. <laughs> what do you mean it was against the rules? No fluids was one of the rules. Well, I coagulated it. Yeah, so. It went from a fluid to a solid. Oh, did we say no bodily fluids? Yes. Yeah, but by bodily fluids, we know what I we really meant. I thought you said meant. no bottled fluids. We <laughs> really out of a can. Technicalities, technicalities, okay? Flag on the play. And also uh, uh, maggots, right? Or not maggots, uh, uh, silkworms. Silkworms. There was something else, too. Yeah. Um, it was it was a four-course meal, right? It was, it was the three. fish eyeballs, the it fish? was the silk, silkworms, it was the the blood pudding, and... Let me look it up. Oh, boy. It was, there was something it else. It was delicious. Well, you helped us out with the with the racial live. Yeah, I did uh, the good tarantulas. Tarantulas, and what else did we have Which there? Which my dad loved it. Uh, it was something chicken feet with grass, yes. jelly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you do it all. Yeah, I got, I got And those, by the way, are delicacies in other, other mm-hmm. countries. Sure. Here, this is America. Yeah. So. We like ground beef. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Questionable ground beef. Well, tell us what's going on. All right. So uh, Matt Arana is here also. Hi, Matt. Um, hey, what's up, guys? 
Hey, Matt. Uh, we have a new endeavor called Rockstar Taco Shack. Rockstar Taco Shack. Oh, nice. So cool. So you did name it after me. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> well, we didn't say po- oh. oh. Rockstar. Rockstar. <laughs> Different. So Rockstar Taco Shack, and this is your own place. Yes, this is our place. Now, now you, uh, you know, Chef Wells is one of those guys where if a new restaurant's opening, uh, they call, you're like a mercenary. Yeah. You get called in to help culinary open up Culinary bounty hunter. A culinary bounty hunter. <laughs> so, for, awesome. for example, right down the street, Nudo House, the, mm-hmm. the ramen shop. You know, they call Chef Wellen to help open up the place. Get the place, uh, get the place uh, up and going. You've worked at many different restaurants, oh, yeah, all over the place. I'm so glad you said that because I'm over going. I can't keep a job. <laughs> <laughs> no, but now this is well, that's your, the actual truth. <laughs> right. This is yeah. your own place. Yeah, and I remember when you, I remember when you got the lease for it. Yeah, and uh, show me the plans. So yeah. excited. Yeah, we're excited for you. And so, uh, when are you opening? We're looking at the uh, pre Memorial Day, right? Yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, middle of May. Middle of May. Waiting that's, on that's some of the uh, infrastructure stuff, yeah. water and electric and all that stuff to get signed Oh, well, you need it. that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. You do. And that stuff always just goes very, very easily and very smooth, right? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like butter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but we're real close. <clears throat> but we do have an event coming up on Cinco de Mayo in Newtown at Domain Street Wine Bar, which is at 3253 Rue Royale Street. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going to be us serving tacos. They're going to have pitchers of Corona and margarita specials. And then we've got Sugar Ray Charles playing. That's what a great band name. So great. Sugar Ray Charles. So it's Sugar Ray Covers and and Ray Charles. Jars of Clay. (laughs) What do they play? I'm going to look them up. You got to look that up. Sugar Ray Charles. That sounds fantastic. What a good. They better live up to that band name. Yeah. Yeah. How great that is. Well, John, John over at the wine bar, they play there. Well, the uh, singer plays there every Sunday, I think. So, Rockstar Tacos, mm-hmm. pop-up, pop-up event on Cinco de Mayo, that, which is a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Sunday. Sunday. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a Sunday. Yeah. So, Sunday, I was gonna, May 5th. Uh, you, let me finish. Oh. It's a Saturday, and then the Sunday is the Cinco de Mayo. Correct. Yeah. yeah. See? You got it. So, Would you like me to read totally Sugar me. Ray Charles's bio? Yes. The hottest dad bods in St. Charles unite to bring you a musical experience you won't forget. Hear familiar pop, rock, hip-hop, funk, country, soul, whatever you like. Be ready to party for all 12 rounds because Sugar Ray Charles is ready to rumble. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, love it. (laughs) So it's out, and uh, you don't don't have to be a resident of Newtown to to enjoy. Open to the public. So what time is this at? It's going to start at noon and go till whenever. Oh, great. To question mark. You know yes. it's a party. Oh, yeah. When question it's noon mark. to question mark. Uh-huh. Yeah. Somewhere I want to be. They- We're still working on some fun stuff. We're going to do some contests, some giveaways, and mm-hmm. things like that. So for people in St. Charles that don't want to drive all the way a Mexican restaurant on Manchester, for instance, yeah. mm-hmm. and drive home, we got you. come on out. We got you. Well, what's great is a lot of these new restaurants are opening up you know, downtown and the Grove. Mm-hmm. How about out west? Yeah. You know, there's, there's, you know, we could cross the river. You know, we have the bridges. We do. We don't have to get into a canoe and and cross the <laughs> cross the Missouri River. Six three six. But but now you know coming out and, and opening up a place mm-hmm. in, in St. Charles is great. So what's mm-hmm. on the menu? We've got all kinds of crazy stuff. We've got well, what we brought today was we've got the uh, poblano beef, mm-hmm. uh, the guacamole. I brought the beef chorizo. We got mm-hmm. all kinds of crazy stuff. Nice. And it's all named crazy, crazy names after rock bands. Like so, for example? For those about to guac. <laughs> Classic. Number of the beef. Number of the beef. <laughs> um, the, for those about to guac. Um, the quesadillo. 
Uh-huh. Uh, good. Uh-huh. Okay. Thunder right. Cluck. Yeah. Nice. Thunder Cluck. Well, what made you open up a Mexican restaurant? What made you, like a taco shack? It's something that wasn't out there. Mm-hmm. And it's, there's a lot of talk about elevating food, and we just kind of want to kind of dumb it back down. This food is dumb, but... It's There's a lot of hoity-toity things yeah, opening it's, up. It's accessible. Mm-hmm. It's it's something we can we can put out good at a price point where everybody can afford yeah. it. A kid with his lunch money, or a, you know, we can feed a family. Yeah, and it's affordable. It's yeah. great that you say that because we give him crap all the time about oh yeah, I went to this restaurant called. <laughs> You know, or something like that. We, we I was going to bring aff- tweezers and put yeah. together. You yeah, know what? Exactly. I like a good meal. Okay? I, I like a fancy. I get it. I like a fancy it's, meal every once in a while. I like, shot. Just I like to take my wife out to That's a nice meal. Just just I would love to take your wife out for a nice meal too. Oh, all he goes out to is going to go out for quesadillas. Yeah, that's right. All he does is go to places with one name for 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 the restaurant name. Yeah, you know what? There's Arby's and there's own it, man. You always get so defensive about it. Own it. There's nothing wrong with you. Like a good meal, and you can do that. That's Great. Yes, where, where, I do. I'm just saying it's cool that I can afford a place that Chef Will is working at now. But all where is? It's downtown. It's uh, Clayton and it already closed. <laughs> <laughs> it's so exclusive, it already closed. Yeah. You, you ate over a trash can. <laughs> it's this new place where they use trash cans as seats. Yeah. And they just serve it to you in open shopping oh, cart. It's remember, called Eat Like a Chef. I remember my, uh, <laughs> yeah. when I was uh, courting my wife, uh, and we had, I think the first meal I had oh, with, my, with my in-laws, or my soon-to-be in-laws, they were they were eating macrobiotic or microbiotic. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what the hell that is. What does that mean? I don't know. Look up. Look. Up. I don't even know what it is. Well, Whatever it, it was. Sounds it like was, a trip to the bathroom to me. It was garbage. Yeah, exactly. So we went to this restaurant. <laughs> sounds and, like uh, you just renting the food. Here we'll just we take sat this on. And I'll eat the plate. We sat on tree stumps. I go okay. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your grass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like the raw diet. Yeah, that's, can I, exact, that's essentially raw, yeah, almost yeah. what it is. It's, yeah. Can I get something uh, medium? No, nope, everything's uh, everything's everything's raw. raw. Everything's it says raw. the uh, and you a tr- we sat on a tree stump. The <laughs> macrobiotic diet is a diet fixed on ideas about types of food drawn from Zen Buddhism. Okay. Uh-huh. Zen taco. Yeah. <laughs> Love if you made it through that. Screw you, hippie. <laughs> well, I had to be nice. Yeah. You know. Oh, mm, this is delicious. What am I eating? Is this mm, ragweed? Handful of dirt. <laughs> Mmm. Getting all my nutrients. <laughs> That'll be $20. Yeah. yeah. That'll be yeah, 60 bucks. Come yeah. on, man. You know, now the new thing, if you go to a fancy restaurant, is serving your your meals on uh, weird plates. Yeah. So you could go to, uh, oh, get a cheese plate on uh, a giant mousetrap. Or I've seen restaurants where they serve, uh, serve you food out of, uh, like, uh, toilet bowls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the new thing. Huh. Any worth, toilet bowls at your place? Because that's where it's going to go anyway. next door in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you're paying, you know, 70 bucks for a taco. Come on. Yeah. No, they're going to be three bucks a piece. Wow. You get two of them. No. Served in a paper boat <laughs> yeah. with a napkin. That's okay. With a beer on the side. Oh, that's amazing. So the pop up, the pop up Rockstar Taco event is on Cinco de Mayo. That's a Sunday in Newtown. The day after Saturday. Yep. The day after Saturday, yes. It's a Sunday. And uh, 12 noon to question mark. Mm-hmm. And there's beer and there's tacos and fun times and giveaways and giveaways and a band. 
That's terrific. Sugar Ray Charles. Sugar Ray Charles. It's at Immediately, didn't your brain Street go, Wine Bar. Didn't your, didn't your brain go to Sugar Ray the band? Yeah. But it's Sugar Ray Leonard and Ray Charles. Because uh, all their stuff is like boxing belts and yeah. their logo uh, is like. I want to Sugar Ray the band. Their box, their logo too. is. Totally You did. know, you just want to fly. Is Sugar Ray Leonard bo- body and Ray Charles' head. <laughs> you know, we were talking about. Did you have Ray Charles' head? He didn't, he couldn't see. Sh- Ray but Charles he, he was a terrible like boxer. A uh, was, he was a terrible yeah. boxer. That makes uh, we were talking about gross things before, and you know, being that you know, Chef Will is here. Um, do you know some gross things that the FDA actually allows in our food? Yep. Yeah. Like, for example, <laughs> just going through some of these things, like mites mm-hmm. in frozen broccoli. Like the FDA allows up to sixty mites per one hundred grams of broccoli without breaking any laws. Wow. One hundred grams is about three and a half ounces. Mm-hmm. Have fun with your mites. Hmm. How about maggots? You know, maraschino cherries? Sure. I enjoy a good Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Put a maraschino cherry in that. Maggots in those. 5% is the cutoff, by the way. Okay. And that means that means you could still get a jar of cherries that is 4% maggots. Delicious. In cinnamon, rodent hairs allowed in cinnamon. Every 50 grams can have up to 11 hairs in it. And that's perfectly acceptable to the FDA. Comes with its own dental floss. Mm. Mm. Hey, you want a little uh, little cinnamon on your uh, hot chocolate, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Sand in your raisins. Who likes raisins? I do not. You could have up to 40 milligrams of sand per 100 grams of raisins. Sawdust. And mammalian excretia. Anybody know what that is? My old band. That's rat poop. <laughs> ah, cool. Oh, okay. Rat so poop. So you were pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> Mammalian excretia in your ginger. Every pound of ginger yeah. is allowed to have up to three milligrams mixed in. We have no ginger at Rockstar Taco Shack. <laughs> no, and, and 86 the broccoli. Yeah. 86 the broccoli. And that's, and listen, that's for, uh, and most of that stuff. Most of that stuff is, you know, either fr- the frozen stuff yeah. or uh, like the powdered, like powdered ginger or yeah, powdered yeah. cinnamon. Sure. So you're fine. Yeah. You're yeah. fine. Yeah. It, most of it cooks off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this sounds like a way better uh, beer substitute than O'Doul's to me. Uh, Jelly Belly is selling beer-flavored jelly beans now. And they come in a beer can. <laughs> really? Uh-huh. Apparently they have a Hefeweizen taste to them. And you get them for five bucks. Unfortunately, they are non-alcoholic, but Jelly Belly, what will they do next? You can also buy a beer for five bucks. That's true. Yeah. That is true, but it's not a jelly bean. Huh. Do you know what uh, America's favorite uh, drunken eating snack is? If I, were to, if I were to ask you, what is America's drunk, so favorite eat. drunken eating snack? Snack. Well, see, this depends. Like, yeah, is a snack, a snack considered something that you can get at a Pretzels? fast food restaurant, or you want something generic like ch- potato chips? How uh, about Doritos? Or you want more specific? More. Well, more generally. Pizza. Pizza is number one. <sighs> see, I consider that a meal, not a snack. I, I mean, oh, a slice is a snack. Wouldn't you say a slice yeah. is a snack? A slice, yeah, but I think the difference that Tony's going after here and Chef Will is going after is you make a pizza, or if there's some pizza laying around, you yes. grab a piece, mm-hmm. right? Is that what yeah, you meant? Exactly. Like, oh, grab a slice yeah. of pizza. So you're saying, like, let's say Tony's you, thinking you start the oven, if, yeah, you blah, blah, blah. If you make blah. it, it's a meal. If, if, if you're it's in, there, it's a snack. If you're in New York and you're out and you run by somewhere to get a slice of pizza, right. that's a snack. Or for, you, can, you don't do that here, though. 
if you're at my house, you will have like a slice of frozen pizza in in the freezer. Snack. Or you come home, light the oven, and throw a Totino's pizza in there and pass out. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, remember yeah, that. And then wake up with the smell. What's this briquette doing in the oven? <laughs> Am I weird that if I get a whole pizza and I don't eat it all, I'll, I will individually wrap the slices in tinfoil and then freeze it. I don't, I don't, I don't, I think that's genius. Yeah. I don't necessarily think you're quote unquote weird, but I don't think many people do that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's especially it's, the individually wrapped. I individually wrap them. So if I want a slice, I'll just throw them in the toaster oven. It's thinking ahead. Yeah. It's it forward really thinking. See, I just put them in a Ziploc bag, put them in the freezer, and then I'll put a handful of them in the oven. Or you could do that too. Yeah. See, I just put Same. it in a bag and put it in the fridge, and after two yeah. days, it's, it's going to be freezer. Yeah, yeah. Fridge. it's going to be gone, and if it's not gone, then it goes in the trash. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I don't want pizza tomorrow or the next day. Well, See, you in eat my the whole mind, damn thing when you not, sit down. Then, <laughs> in my mind, it's not going to last that long. Freezer or not, it's not. When, when I take it out and put it out, it ain't going to work. When I want, you know, if I'm hammered one night, I want a slice of pizza. I just throw it in the pizza in the in the toaster oven. It's it's genius thinking. But now you're hammered and you use in the oven. Is that it's a toaster oven. Oh. I mean, some people would say you'd need to be on medicine because that's so ADHD. How's that ADHD? That's thinking ahead. I I think it's thinking ahead, but the How is it's it gotta ADHD be it's, to individually wrap my it's gotta, it's, pizza that's, pizza a, that's a quirk. We always give Jeff crap about his quirk. That's a weird quirk. Well, how is that weird? What do you mean? How is that, how is weird, that a weird quirk? It's not normal. It's not normal. How? But in what way is that a like? That's not. I wouldn't a, say weird. That's I not a ritual not of like Jeff has to pour out coffee every time. Jeff pours out a little coffee every time he gets coffee from the machine over there. Don't don't throw your Jeff evil okay, at me. Okay, Jeff, Jeff how about has how about to have this? two Oreos and milk before he goes to bed every let night. Let me tell you, it's not a quirk. It's not. A, it's odd behavior. If it wasn't Riz, everybody would be doing it. Not everybody does that. You're me right Very now. Few like I said, do. not normal. I'm now telling everybody this is what you should do. <laughs> oh, okay. You got to be kidding me with that. You know what? You should dump out not, some coffee every want, time. I am now telling if you, you want, what you need to do. If you want pizza. <laughs> He's the man on the mountain. If you want pizza as a snack, one slice, do what I do. How did I miss this all these years? I don't like <laughs> Yeah. Hey, oh my nobody God. ever told you. I'm telling you now. You think I'm wearing a hat because my mind's I'm telling blown. you right now. <laughs> Nobody else is doing it because I've never told you to. I'm, I'm not, telling you I'm right now. The best is, I'm telling you what to do. <laughs> so when you're drunk, uh, 82% of Americans Whoa. say they are drunken snackers. And the average poll respondent here said they drunkenly snack about four times a month. So they're eating pizza as the top choice. 66% of people say, yes, pizza is my go-to. Yeah. Followed by chips and dip. Followed by french fries. Nachos, tacos, and um, we prefer the spicy snacks when we're drunk. That's the men. Women prefer saltier snacks. People even plan ahead. 74% said they bought snacks and set them aside specifically for when they get drunk. But whenever they drunkenly eat, more than 50% of respondents say they regret it the next day. But they're, they're both sitting in front of you. On the right is chips and sauce. On the left is chips and dip. Which way you go? What kind of dip? Ah, damn it. How French, about your like, favorite kind of dip? A French, French onion? onion. Yep, we're going French onion. Uh, when I'm drunk, I'm not doing salsa. No? Yeah. Because I know the, the, what, I've, what I've already consumed is going to give me probably heartburn, so I don't want salsa. What about nowadays that you're not a drinker? Same thing, probably? I don't have to worry about this. <laughs> what but what I'm saying, saying chips, and chips and salsa or chips and dip. Chips and dip, for sure. Ah, like queso yes. dip? Yeah, oh my God, queso dip over almost everything. 
I like the the where you get the you, you get the soup mix, the powder soup mix. Yeah, the French it, onion. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, and mm-hmm. make it at home. The Lipton. Ooh, yeah, yeah, Lipton, that's Lipton. It. yeah. You gotta let it sit for a little while. Yeah, let you it. Can't just eat it right away. <laughs> so I put hey, it in the freezer. Put, put a little no, milk put in, it. in the fridge. Hey, Riz, little milk. Uh, Johnny, oh, milk. Johnny in the chat room says Riz needs to eat his leftover pizza cold, just like us regular drinks. <laughs> <laughs> See, then you can't eat it cold that way. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta gnaw on it. No. Hey, am I want a pizza pizza popsicle? Mm, no. Yeah, no. All right. So the pop up Rockstar Taco yeah. <laughs> event is on Cinco de Mayo. That's a Sunday at uh, Domain Street Wine Bar. Domain Street Wine Bar in Newtown. Yeah. And we'll have tacos. We'll have prizes. We'll have a band. You can find it all on Facebook, Rockstar Taco Shack, and Instagram, Rockstar Taco. Well, Shack. thank you guys. Good luck. Thank you. Good Thanks, luck. Enjoy and the thank food. You guys. Let us know when uh, when you're opening up yeah. so we give a specific date. Rockstar yeah. Taco. Done. And you guys are going to be out in Newtown. Yep. Oh, man. In Newtown. Proper. Come on out. Come yep. on out. Let's do it. It's the Rizzuto Show. Well, that is it for us. Making way for Donnie Fandango. Anybody tell Donnie there was food in here? I did. I texted him. I didn't get a response, but I texted what? him. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I think he's fasting today. That's why. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. He usually does on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. All right, make sure you check out the blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. King Scott, what do we got? Well, we got some paranoia. If you need to be freaked out, go look at that. We also have food news, some trailers, uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, Cobra Kai, which is the return of Mr. Miyagi in the second season. He's not that, that, back. No, he is no, definitely no. back. I don't know if he's, you know this, but he's still dead. Because oh. he doesn't have mobility. Well, you can check out that trailer. There's loads more on there. So go to the website and check that out, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Well, thank you, King Scott. Tomorrow, John Patrico joins us. Craigslist Freak of the Week. we got three brand new ads for you. Oh, yeah. You have a contest for him yet? Uh, working on one currently. Well, I'll have some. It'll be ready for tomorrow? Yeah, well, yeah. All right. We'll, we'll have some. We should just have a con- uh, contest where they just talk calmly and see who I'd yells lose. for us. <laughs> I'd never, I'd never happen. That'd be a fun one. Uh, tomorrow, join me at uh, St. Charles Community College. Four o'clock for a Point Fest ticket blast. Tickets every fifteen minutes. What do they say? I'll be in the uh, social sciences auditorium. So yeah, I think that's I, where I you're most comfortable. Yeah. That is, I said, <laughs> I need to be. If I'm coming to college, yeah. I need to be in the social sciences auditorium. They're like, where should we put the arbiter of taste? The <laughs> social sciences <laughs> social auditorium. auditorium. Makes sense, yeah. you guys. So tomorrow I'll be out there till till uh, about six o'clock, uh, four o'clock start. So for a Point Fest ticket blast, St. Charles Community College. Jeff is with Ride Finders in Forest Park. On Saturday, 11 a.m., for an Earth Day celebration. Yeah, we're celebrating Earth Day and come down. And if you're involved in a carpool, you can sign up for your carpool or you can find one you're, uh, if you're not currently in one. Wonderful. Yeah. All the details, 1057thepoint.com. Don't forget to uh, get your tickets for the Rich Show Night at Swing Around Funtown. I actually plan to get your tickets. Tickets officially on sale. Friday, 15 bucks includes unlimited access to the go-karts and bumper boats and batting cages, bumper cars, mini golf, and the indoor playground. Bring the family. Bring a date. So I like to do these uh, family events every once in a while. It's not all bikini contests. So bring the whole family out there. Swing around Funtown, Riz Show Night, Sunday, May 19th. Get your tickets on Friday at 1057thepoint.com. Anything else, fellas? I mean, that's think, all uh, to go. Uh, no. Nope, we're good. All right, we leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day out of Collinsville, shouting at Nicole McChristian one more time. Yeah, Nicole. Oh, this is the Rizzuto Show Podcast. Peloton, let's go! This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. 
Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.